0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Bottom of the Bill. We got our boy, Vlad the Inhaler, on this week. Cheers, everyone. How y'all doing? Oh, thank you. Yeah, he
1: brought up cheers immediately. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I keep forgetting about that. We got to do a cheers, no,
0: obligatory cheers. I always forget about
1: that.
2: We got we got one of each. Uh,
1: Vlad's being classy.
2: I got a little wine, a little Pinot Noir. A little Pinot Noir. Uh the best uncorked wine in the industry. What is uncorked, man? There's no cork.
1: I, that is self-explanatory. Yeah. Yeah. Good I'm, job. I'm a real classy old, guy you are
0: old, there, Old Bill. Faithful, uh, Makers and Coke, and what do you got? Oh, I'm, just, I'm just I'm drinking tequila straight up today. <laughs> straight up tequila. Mm, yeah. Ooh, On a Sunday. Like <laughs> On a Sunday. I, I need a little pick-me-up, so, you know. <laughs> yeah,
2: no kidding. That makes me sweat as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going a bit of a different route. We uh, Over the last uh, few weeks, we've had... Um, We've had some different musicians on and different and venue owners and booking agents and people in, uh, involved on the live music not live music but like the, the band side of things so we, th- we thought we'd switch up a little bit bring our boy vlad on who's a dj in uh you know all around a lot of the festivals you've seen in uh at swanee and ar- around jacksonville and all kinds of cool shit so we're gonna get into all that stuff um it's a pleasure to be on and um i've known billy for a while now
1: Pleasure oh. to hang out with
2: Anton and get mm-hmm. on here. Hell and, uh, yeah. I can't think about it. I
1: yeah. can't. Because it's been so long since I've known you. I can't remember when I met you.
2: Had to be. I mean, had to be either 11 or 12. 2011 or 12. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Th- no, it couldn't have been 10. It could have even been 10, to be honest with you. Was that a lucky show? I don't know if we hung out prior to Crunchy ever. Yeah. Or. No, we had to have. Maybe at I'm 20 we or had, something I'm try- like that. I'm just trying to remember back to. Because I feel like I had you at Crunchy really early on. Yeah. So uh, I had to have known you to like, like, you know, I think we had some kind of rapport before then or something yeah. either way, el- 10 or 11. How I long have you known Pockets think. for, though? Pockets, <laughs> I can go back to <laughs> minimum 18, maybe, maybe even 06. Yeah, because I, I, I vividly remember par- partying with Bear Creek with Pockets in 18, There you go. but was he he wasn't in the soundtrack, was he? I don't know. He wasn't following Soundtribe like I was. I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't think. I don't think we hit like that's when McSweeney and I yeah, yeah connected yeah. at Soundtribe early on. But, uh, anyway. but
1: but yeah, yeah, I remember uh, the first the first time I got to play Crunchy Sunday it was at TSI, mm. and yeah, you keep on uh, you kept on booking Lucky Costello in August. <laughs> and it was
2: so damn hot. And they had no AC. I'm no sorry. AC. Sorry.
1: No, it's not your I fault.
2: I, yeah, I really didn't plan for the AC for anybody too much. I didn't really have too many feelings. Yeah, people, I was like, I deal with this shit all the time. I don't think you AC could AC <laughs> AC
1: couldn't do anything. Uh, Anton, like, it was like the most packed club always on Sunday of all things. Yeah, it's yeah, it, crazy. It, it
2: was. A, it, it got really muggy. With like, you could really play that balls to the wall song with Yang Twins. no shit that yeah it was real it was sweating in the club and it was got pretty stinky in there sometimes oh, absolutely to be honest
1: i'll bet I, I i did the wrong move and i wore uh jeans and a long sleeve shirt playing in august mm. in florida which is a bad idea anyways and then also doing that in crunchy sunday at yeah. tsi and it was just like i was i was sweating on my keyboard and it, like i was missing missing notes because it was like I'm sorry. Dude. No, it's not, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Know, just
2: uh, things that you don't think about. They never thought about like, and I know I hear that now, but uh, I remember I had a very, like very prominent summertime party where they would put like the pools and like bullet pools. It was a wet, wet, hot American summer party. Oh, that's what that was. We used to do those every year. And like that should have been like every Sunday at, during the summertime where people came in and like, bikinis and and like that little short shit so they could actually handle the hit heat because it was way too brutal
1: there's a lot of very pretty girls at, at tsi i'm sure yeah it, he he yeah golden age i don't yeah. know what you want to call it but that was a good time so yeah. <laughs> before we get into all that, cause that that's, oh, that's before really, we get into all that's that, a really
0: cool aspect to get into though i want i want to come back to you, but like what a, what kind of spawned your interest in doing electronic music and like becoming a dj in the first
2: place um probably many things i i'm was really growing up big into hip hop and dancing just as a dancer you kind of go through patterns of different sounds when you dance and then i think what caught my eyes i constantly like adding new patterns of beat structures that i dance to um and then it kind of went into that direction i just wanted to play what i wanted to kind of challenge myself in dance wise and i think I remember some of the uh, first like dub art like DJs I've saw. Like, I think one of them was actually Craig Henneville that I saw at Bear Creek. It was a random like, party in the middle of the woods. but it, I don't know something about that sound turned me onto it at that time and it helped it, like, push me to get more involved with DJing. Um, I think it's tied to, to just my love of hip hop and dancing. More than anything,
0: what uh, what was it like kind of coming up as a DJ in Jacksonville? It's not really known to be, right. at least from my perspective, it hasn't been known to be like a huge electronic scene. Well, what was it like coming up in a place like this? Right.
2: So, like, I think I, I'll actually kind of Jacksonville used to have a big scene before the anti rave laws hit, and that was like two, German base in two, late 2000, what are like early 2000s. Laws? What were those? Uh, I think it passed in like 99 or 2000, basically making all parties that and clubs considered raves wow. and not just actual like regular get-togethers Was this
0: a Duval County thing or just I like think it was a nationwide?
2: Florida, I'm pretty sure it was a Florida thing Okay I think it was stemmed from a national national thing though I, I could be completely wrong I don't want to Okay I, I don't want to be wrong but this it's it's a thing that happened and it was a big drum and bass scene at the time and it dispersed for like it, it felt like there was no big parties for a long time and people were doing them like Byron Brown. Um, Byron Brown has been doing electronic parties since I've known what electronic music was basically. And then, um, and then it just, I, I hit it, I gotta be honest, it's kind of a fluky situation where, when, with me and dubstep, like I just started the party I had a big social network with party a party, lot with all, a lot of neighborhoods around town. They all just came to my party kind of linked. And then, it was fluky. I don't think it was a. It wasn't a natural like build up. It was like
1: t- came out of nowhere. Yeah, it came out of
2: nowhere. It was like two weeks of like awesome, two weeks of like people <laughs> kind of checking out, feeling it out, and like third, fourth month of like crowds. Like, and I was like, what the hell? Like, kind of in like
1: yeah. the uh, right place at the right time situation. Right,
2: and I, I oh, actually, let me bring it back. I didn't. I got to give some more people credit. Like, combustible, yeah, DJ combustible. He got me into DJ and DJ uh, icon who became set the got me into DJing. We used to just hang out at his house while they played breaks all the time. And then Wes Reed, I was like, one. I used to go to all his parties around town. He got me and, and kind of showed, or at least watched how he did it and kind of gave me an aspect, some confidence in um, putting it on myself. And awesome. I always give Wes that credit. And... Wes just ma- manages like uh, the garage and all those places, right? The, the yeah, home. yeah. He's manages he manages that street. area, yeah. Uh, and,
0: and Eric just posted what the what the, the act was. Thanks for that, Eric.
1: Reducing Americans' vulnerability to ecstasy act. Wow, how fun! <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah, how how so fun that that. that 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 is a uh, not an anagram. What am I looking for? Acronym.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. It's vulnerability huge. to ecstasy I, act. I, I remember the stories though. The be- rave act. Way before my time, <laughs> like. When it was called Club Five Marquee Theater, it's now uh, Sunray Cinema. That is, yeah. yeah. Really? And um, like when they the first when they just started the law, like they raided that place and like went, like try to arrest as many people as possible or something of that nature. And then when everybody cleared out, the whole floor like a floor of skittles. Oh my just, God. People just dumping. <laughs> That's no shit. It, but I mean, people were out of control. I guess I don't know. I I wasn't yeah, I around was, back then. I was wasn't here. Well, All, when, club Evolution also was a huge electronic club here um, for years. Before this was before our time. Yeah. Okay. Right. Before our time. But yeah. It, it circles back around every couple of years, I feel like. Yeah, for yeah. sure. A couple decades, I feel Maybe like. Maybe <laughs> a decade. So,
0: so Billy and I were talking l- last night, and he credits you with start. I, I'm not from Jacksonville, so I, can't, I don't He's know. He's from Miami. But uh, right. uh, Billy credits you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's not right.
0: <laughs> Billy He's credits you with, with kind of like starting the, the electronic music scene uh, here in Jacksonville, at least for for, for your On era, the, you know. That
2: era, that 2010 clickover, i um I would say there was definitely, like, some kind of energy in that building at TSI that birthed a lot of other parties that after the fact.
0: Yeah, so why don't you go um, into your time at TSI and yeah. Crunchy
2: Sundays and all that stuff. Like, what's that about? So, um, like I said, we, we're going in blind because my first party, Combustible and Icon were, and Gizrock were my initial, like, resident DJs. Um, then came on Dioptrix, and there were so many others. But it was kind of going in blind. You learn as you go when you've never done it before. I didn't sure. really reach out to too many people for any pointers. Um, but I feel like with social media and those things, I could just reach out and try to get a gathering. And um, right. once it hit that fluke and people were there, I had to figure out where I want to where I want to take this money in which direction I want to. You know, like I wasn't gonna just put on events and just take all the money home on a myself all the time. So like we started to have to build it up and actually justify like an actual electronic event so we started booking real national like producers internationally known producers putting real money on the on the you know on the on the line you know putting our butts on the line a little bit and that was the crash course and learning that aspect of so it. So that's
0: that's an interesting aspect. We, we've kind of touched base on this in our, on previous podcasts with, like, venue owners. But we haven't really, and booking agents, but we haven't really had a promoter side of it. So what does that mean when you're talking about putting money on the line to bring people down? Like, like So explain what that process is.
2: Right. So um, you, you can't, sometimes... And also make sure you're talking to the microphone. Right. I'm maybe I'm a little quiet. <laughs> no, I might good. be a little quiet. My apologies. Um For me, it was, uh, I feel like after a couple of months, there was some word of mouth of my actual party going around to some of these agencies. I didn't have to even reach out. There were some people already reaching out to me. So I feel like if I could, there was some, I had many questions. I had no idea how to really do it, you know. So, but through the email process, you initially just kind of say yes a lot. Right, yeah, totally. You initially just say yes. Oh, you, you don't really try to, you know, argue or take, you know, it t- it took a while to realize what you can and can get away with and right. where you can push back on. Um but yeah, you you're you're basically saying, okay, I'm going to put some money on the line, bring this artist in, whether there's a room fee as well, just add up all your costs and maybe re- involved with that night, marketing, promoting, all those things. And what's
0: a room mm-hmm. fee for the people that don't know?
2: Uh room fee is how much you have to pay that bar or club to be able to put on an event there. And I gotta say, TSI, I was supreme, I'll be supremely appreciative to them for not charging me a room fee. That's so awesome. So that was yeah, a really huge. big thing. And now I don't think it's necessarily should be the case. I mean, room fees are, leg- are legitimate things. Totally, yeah. Yeah, course. I'm not saying that you shouldn't get a room fee, but um, I feel like we were both at the right place at the right time. TSI was already a staple bar in Jacksonville for close to a decade before I started doing anything there. And, uh, they just were circling through they're big on indie music big on dance that's what i remember yeah. is
1: going to like indie rock shows indie, and stuff, yeah, uh, all the time all and, the time and uh, they did karaoke and everything that was yeah. a lot of fun but then like just
2: all of a sudden it was right just, boom, it was crunchy right. and they were you no know, jason grimes and uh, ryan rummel and veronica they are my friends at that point because i was i was a, a constant patron at their bars and if you know any of those people they're really like you become kind of part of their family if you go to their bars you just sit around with them after the bars closing it down taking shots Hell yeah. so they, they didn't necessarily need me at all but it was like they were appreciative that I was p- putting people in their building it was like a synergetic situation they weren't charged you know right so um, yeah cheers to all of them yeah, cheers to that. I'll do I'll do one of those for uh, all my people at TSI for all those days. Oh, TSI yeah. was great. I'm yep.
1: not sure what happened to. We don't have to call about the fall about it and everything like that. But I know it is no longer there.
2: Right. Well, I mean, 11 years, which is a long time for any actual venue to be open. in This city for most for the most part, and besides down, a handful. downtown too. So yeah, downtown too. A lot of cities are at like that. At the end yeah. of Bay Street. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They would. I mean, if you are a bar. Uh, you know, entrepreneur uh, proprietor, you are dealing with lots of work every day. Yeah. It's not fun and games all the time. Yeah, so I mean, just they like- cycle through that passion. And, you know, they maybe they just kind of felt like they wanted to do a different project. And, you know, that's right. And at the same time, uh, myth is what now is the remnants of TSI. Myth. That's, is r- what, that's be- what it, turned it, into. it was became to, to myth. That's yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Which is now the like th- I would consider that the exclusive electronic bar yeah, absolutely in in the city. I uh, have to go there. Yeah. I know well, it's amazing. It I, it is? I know yeah, it's yeah, awesome. It's I just pretty haven't
1: cool. had a... I'm always... You're a musician. You like yeah. yeah Friday Saturdays. That's your fucking uh, 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 night that you have to go. Uh, I don't
2: blame you at all because, like, that's literally shows. the nights you make money in the city most of yeah. the time. Not all, but... Definitely. Well, you
0: count on it. What kind of acts did you get into Crunchy Sunday? What, what were some of the bigger acts that you got in there? Um... Skrillex. So no, Skrillex was <laughs> never there. Uh, was
2: never there, and though I don't think I could ever afford him by the time. Freebird did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's Freebird. Yeah. I know. I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just messing around. I'm right, messing no, around. no, no. And now, by the way, Freebird and Tim Hall. How, how, uh, that's, like, I have mentors all over the city yeah. and it's one, another one of them Tim Hall yeah he's great uh, yeah Tim the I'm homie like, Tim on the show always that'll be a good one yeah. no offense to you that'll be lots of de- no. in- but what do you think about it though like Tim like he dude bought, he 30 put, years of like he put Nirvana he, bro. dude oh, yeah. man. <laughs> I w- I'll just I want to just hang out I don't think I've actually had a hang out with Tim outside of a bar but I'd love to just pick his mind one yeah, day sure yeah he always just sure. like Here's your tickets. Yeah, that's the last time I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, I was. I'm I was, just kidding, Tim. You're when the, all it. this started, when this whole so- party thing for me started, I was like the social butterfly. Of, I'm the cool, like everybody, like. And now I am a recluse, man. And I bet I know. Like Tim probably can relate. Like he loves putting on events for people, but it's harder to just put your like self with emotions and to new people all the time because they invest a lot back and you don't necessarily have the time to invest to, back in that back. A, yeah. Over time. So very good way to put it, man. Yeah. Yeah. For it's, sure. it's a It actually it was a, a It's a depressive thing that I like kind of personally overcome that I felt that slip from myself of being like happy, go super happy, go lucky to like or now this is feeling more like a chore. Yeah. Like a job. Yeah.
0: It definitely happens, man. It makes yeah. it's difficult when you're out there all the time and you're meeting new people. And then sometimes it's like they, they like they, like you said, like they've they've invested so much into you, mm-hmm. and it's not always like you're either not always in the right headspace to give them back that same level, right. or right. sometimes it's just like. You know, you've been doing it long enough where you're just like, man, I, I wish I could be as excited about this moment as this person it's, is.
2: It's a weird thing, yeah. It's a certain thing that I think we all kind of deal with to a certain degree. It's well, like, we
0: get we get so jaded by the business side of it, yeah. you know, like dealing with 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 the bullshit of like making sure you're hitting your numbers. Like I know when I get up on stage, I've got everything on my mind about that one show except actually playing the show, and that right. can be a little nerve wracking, you know?
2: Right, and the monotony does be, there's a monotony to it no yeah, matter what totally. it's still a, a you, know, you go through cycles of every event what you would do on a regular night and it's kind of all right here we are there's the next step and right you I'm, got, yeah
1: i'm just like a like forrest gump with it I, i'm just happy all the time
3: about See, it like-
2: <laughs> you guys have a different thing you can actually when you release in the solos and stuff you yeah. actually connect a little a lot more with actual music that you're playing i feel like oh. that's a drug that's separate from well, I do. Ha- I feel like I get a drug for making people dance. Yeah, totally. I do, totally. Like I do get that energy and I do feel it. That's, That's why a song I was that, I, that I play, a hit that I love, makes me feel things. But I feel that you guys, when you guys do it, it's like. Mm, but you, know, you write, though, right? Like you compose your own music. I've done a couple of songs, but no, I mean, I would consider myself a DJ. I really wouldn't even consider myself a producer to any degree. majority of things that I've learned or done have been like in studios of my other friends and. Who actually are full time like engraved in it, and uh, shouts out to a lot of them. Uh, maybe I'll say the shout outs so many shouts, but you know, MZG. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. They're Great out guys. of Colorado now. They also um, Dub Theorist, who I don't see much of these days, but uh, he showed me a lot of stuff on Reason. Um, that's what I use. But I think that's another thing. Uh, I my thing was playing stuff that I personally love. I already know I loved and not having to be a cheerleader for something that I create. Right. So there's there is a difference between DJing and producing and I think there is there. And maybe I I'm doing disservice to myself by not like being delving into production more. But I definitely enjoy not having a thought of what I'm going to do. I just have a bunch of songs and I'm going to play them and I I have no. Like you said, the whole point, the whole
1: point is uh, as a performer is to make them dance, right? And
2: so
3: yeah. that's what you do. Yeah. You I'm fully short. honest. No, 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 I'm not. I'm fully <laughs> honest about it.
2: And there's multiple niches in every scene, you know. Yeah, Absolutely. totally. Yeah.
1: It's not like when we're playing cover shows that we pretended that we wrote Tom Petty, you know. <laughs>
2: Do you not feel it though in your heart when you sing that? Gaines from Florida. I don't like Gainesville boys. Oh, sometimes, Jesus, man. Sometimes
0: I do, man. But it's the same deal. He like, loves play, Playing Teddy. other, playing other people's music, it's very monotonous though for me. Right. Like I, 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 do enjoy. We're playing a show where we're playing our music, and people bought tickets to be there. I feel like not only is it more fun, but I feel like we have a responsibility to the people that have spent money to 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 use that one moment in time that they have is that moment's now gone forever they, right and like we have we have we have a responsibility to them to put on a show you know yeah where you're at a bar and it's a little different you're playing other people's music and there's kind of like a there's this expectation that you're just gonna do what other people do right and like so that that to me gets a little monotonous And if you do something that you that. wrote if you do something that you wrote it's almost like Fuck you! Why'd you do that? Like we want to hear. Like we want right. to sing along. Yes. That's
2: that's what really. Is. I I, want, I feel like we all should be combating that. Like you don't have to love it, but there's are so unreceptive Sometimes it's kind of ugly. But um, I and I know like Jacksonville is a dollar is a is a drink special town, man. It's where the do- wherever you have the cheap beers, it's not. They're not really dragged by the music most of the time, and yeah, I feel like. Even when you look at the beach, I know they're doing, like, the weird... I don't know if they do the law where it's, like, 12 o'clock cutoff time, or is it still 2? No, they had this weird law at the beach,
1: and then they, like, didn't really enforce it about, like, the the 10 p.m. thing. I haven't seen it I enforced.
2: I've seen it slowly get harder, and... I mean, I haven't been to the Blue Jay listening room. So oh, I can't say. Is, yeah, the the we I, I heard that it was
0: awesome. We just had Kara on a few weeks ago and she was, she was a ton of fun to have on here.
2: So I, I, yeah. I, that might be like a little bit of a light and something that's kind of shrinking. I feel like there's less variety of music at, at the beach, but maybe there's, I'm wrong.
1: That's the only original venue
0: at the beach. Yeah. The beach yeah. Sure. And I think that, uh, kind of like on a, on a bigger, uh, kind of like a bigger point to make, but like cities that are flourishing, they t- typically have a strong art scene um, you know Atlanta and LA and New York and Austin and Nashville, Asheville. These places have very strong arts communities, and you can go to. There's probably five or six like real good music venues. That you can go on any given night and hear a new band coming up. Yeah. You know, whereas down he, uh, here in Jacks, you have 1904. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blue Jay Listening Room. You have uh, yeah, Jack, Jack have Rabbits have and Archetype is also, but they're kind of geared more towards the electronic thing, which is like.
2: Um, oh, we'll see. I think, actually, to be honest, I think they're going to be full. full. Full range, yeah. Uh, I think they full. already had metal in there and all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, they definitely... When they were doing... When, yeah. they, when it was
0: Nighthawks, they had a ton of metal shows going yeah, on. Yeah, I which think
2: I, they're going to definitely carry, like, the full range, I think. Which okay. I think is the right thing. You don't really... I, I, again... If you want to do a one genre bar, that's fine. I'm not gonna hate on that. But no, but I, it's good to I, I have think it's got options. Up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It gives other people options in the city besides that specific genre. But
3: right.
1: But blue Jay blue Jay is a good place to play. Uh, uh period. Um, it's just definitely more singer songwriter sort of situation. They yeah. have they, all they, kinds of stuff there. They though. do have all kinds of stuff, but primarily I would say it's like singer songwriter and everything like that. But yeah. we need that. We no, no, we that. do. We do. I, don't, I think tra- about that. Yeah. Well, there's certain
2: like things like people need build confidence being out playing their stuff live and. Sometimes it doesn't exist for people. You but know? but
1: now, like, uh, uh, even Mavericks is gone now, too, right? Yeah, Mavericks
2: is, like, so, driving over that blue bridge looking left is weird. Yeah. It really is. Like, I remember playing the arcade when I was a kid and stuff. I mean, it's not much to look at. And I'm, I wasn't really rooting for it to stick around, but it's a weird feel. Yeah.
1: But good news is, on the rise is that Elbow coming back.
3: Yeah, underbelly. Oh my
2: God. And underbelly. Thank and God, Jason Honeycutt. That yeah. is there his own. Y- y- is Honeycutt been on yet? No, we'll get, no, get him. Oh, yeah. right, he's gonna be on. We're working he's, on he's, uh, it. He's he's
1: the drummer in my uh, new band. Man, have you heard of Greenhouse Sound? Oh, uh,
2: <laughs> what are y'all? What are y'all about?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds
2: like some stoner stuff. I don't no, know. No, I don't no, no, <laughs> no, no,
1: no, 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 not at all. It's it's just dr- intense. Hundred eighty uh, yeah. BPM, drum and bass. His so, favorite type of music. Yeah. Really. No. No. <laughs> no, he. he, he uh, never no. mind. We'll get, we'll get into it. it. We'll get <laughs> into it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, um, that's been a lot of fun. Uh, uh, starting that back up and everything like that, and then doing it like organically.
3: Uh, no, no offense. Oh. Uh, like
1: uh, uh, Zach does such a great job uh, with the uh, 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 producing. Oh my god, like thought he was great. But I've been I've been taking all his tracks and then just learning how to play it on 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 piano and and synth and everything. And that's it, that's cool. It's, uh, that's cool. I've
2: been I've been one of the biggest you know greenhouse lounge, lounge cheerleaders over the years. Like. Yeah. Just because all not just because they're friends that they were also like I remember when started they started too, doing man. the art walk parties in yeah. front of the library.
3: Yeah, they, were, that's they right. were they
2: were the ones that really set off that vibe. Like it was mm-hmm. before Crunchy even. It yep. was like um like two thousand. would be packed out on the. It, they would block off the street for us, and kids would just show up in droves and dance on the street. People
1: want it. It's it, there. Yeah, and, we just need a place Dave, to go. And Dave, which
2: uh, McSweeney shout out he had the the wobbly wobbly dubstep bass yeah. at the time and then his pedal broke after a while he stopped fucking using it oh he's got it now but <laughs> he got it back <laughs> oh, i know because he says me vids i know he i know my boy <laughs> yeah, does yeah, he's, he's, he says he me my his practice time. vids so yeah, read, shout out mcsweeney getting his wobble pedal back because that's good, that's the element <laughs> you no know, no there's no i i can't say nothing more i love zach and charles like brothers like I'll ne- I'll never slight them. I know it's like no, not at all. Energy around everything sometimes, but I, I love didn't all, I didn't, all didn't know them very
1: well. Uh, uh but I, I have no 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 hates for. It. Hopefully they don't hate me yeah. for no, t- taking their job. Mean, I just
0: <laughs> they I might hate you now for saying that. that.
1: Well, <laughs> it wasn't anyways.
2: No job, per se. They're doing their own thing. Greatly. I know. And they're, do- and they're they, doing a great job last with the The last thing I is, like, you know, they're writing, and they have a team behind them now. Yeah. They a full professional team behind them. So that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm having fun with Greenhouse. It sucks so bad, right? Like, we were practicing every Monday and Tuesday at 1904, and then as soon as COVID, COVID hit, we canceled three tours. We were supposed to play, like, OBJ. We were going to go all the way out to Alabama. Alabama, I don't know why I would put Alabama out there, but that was as far west as we were going. But
2: Either know. way, man, I feel for we everybody. we were starting back up again. We had to cancel so many events. Oh, yeah, yeah we had some
0: great man. shows to fucking coming up. I'm pit- but but I'm yeah, Greenhouse there. is back. We're just... Cheers, as, everyone. As soon, as
1: soon as
2: it's coming I'll, back. I'm, I'm doing one for that.
0: Cheers, I'll cheers to that. We'll
1: get, well, I'll get Dave in. I'll get, I'll get Jason in, too, uh, for sure.
2: Yeah, you have to. Well, yeah, uh, what were we with that? It was about, about 1904.
0: We'll bring the elbow back the and elbow a back. lot of oh, the venues. Yeah, like, yeah, underbelly's so yeah, coming back.
2: Like, before COVID hit, like, Dwayne, Jason, the squad over there were about to open up like two bars and they had to postpone everything. So now, where Azucena was, is going yep. to be Spliff's. I don't know if I'm supposed to be yeah, spl- so yeah, I'm a, I don't know if I'm supposed to be even talking about that. Oh, it's confidential. No. I actually I don't think it's confidential anymore, but
0: yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know what the
2: rules but are. Let me stick with this. Underbelly is opening up soon. Ooh, mm. so that's. I like don't know if you're allowed to say L, that. But L, whatever,
3: is yeah,
0: becoming,
2: L is becoming a real thing now. Yeah, yeah for, I'm excited about there's it.
0: There's a lot of new stuff opening up there, and I think that. Uh, uh, Underbelly is going to be a huge thing. 1904 is st- obviously still going to be the staple. Right. Blue Jay Listening Room. I think Jack. Ra- I think Tim's talking about opening up a new location for Jack Rabbits. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, because no? that, I, like I, I, I didn't know that. Though they I, talked about it on social media already. You know, it's already I, been talked about.
2: I, I really got to. All the shit I talk about it being kind of a wishy-washy scene. When you really look at how hard people support the venues with the GoFundMe's, I feel like everybody almost hit their numbers. Oh so yeah. Like that's pretty impressive. Like. There's, with the there, GoFundMe's people were doing for venues. Oh, okay, okay. Like I every was like, venue, like you know, got enough support to actually hit their numbers, and they weren't smart. Like you know, like it's good. Like the people want to make sure we have music in the city. You know, there's yeah, a scene, man. Yeah.
0: Like there's a, there's a desire for for new music and stuff coming out of here. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of people willing to risk opening up a venue and taking a chance on new on new music. You mm-hmm. know, right? It's a big enough city at this point. There's over a million people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like you know, we like we, there's no reason why we can't have like a flourishing music scene. If I if I if I hit the lottery or whatever like that, I would reopen Freebird. free is what I would do. I think a lot of people would, to be honest. With
1: I then I think everybody would come and I wouldn't even. I, I, I wouldn't. What I would do, I'd buy the uh, uh, the place right next to
2: surfer and just open it up right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I don't hey, surfer didn't I, do anything wrong. Like the way you are downtown. Yeah. Where you like, you rarely ever go or see yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, the last time was the beach. I can't remember. Yeah. Same. And same uh, the only thing i do hear talk about people missing freebird like hell and like saying when best. it went when it when it left that um the music the, the music kind of left to a certain degree like the option of national we upon avijar concert hall that is true they that, do, i they forgot about stop. that they yeah they do have that but it was i don't know maybe maybe it just wasn't the same feel they're
1: kind I, of tied into the saint augustine amphitheater though Right, it's like yeah. the same booking and everything like that and they well, they get these like Big national acts Tim and everything. Produces a lot of shows. There. Are you serious? Yeah, Tim's the
0: fucking man. Tim Tim does everything. He does shows at St. Augustine Amphitheater. He does shows at Ponte Vedra Concert Hall. He does shows at 1904. He did like he. Tim, Jack Rabbits is just the building that he owns to do shows. Basically, Tim
2: when uh, when Tim helped put on Blackwater with with Judy. Back in uh, 2011, yeah, he, he gave that him was him my first call. And you guys played like I was, he gave him the stage. That was, was you, the Crunchy Compound. It was oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you, and so you gave you gave yeah. us our first. Yeah. show. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, cheers to you, bud. Cheers, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll yeah. Cheers to that. His don't his cheers it. him. He doesn't. He wasn't a part of that. I'm <laughs> still gonna fucking cheers, you. <laughs>
2: anyways, I fuck got, you. There's so much like I don't see these guys enough to, to even. I don't probably weird to say thank you all the time, but. There's a lot of people who've done so much for me in the city, including Tim Hall for sure.
0: Speaking of the the local music scene, Whitney Phillips, who's a diehard supporter of so many of the local bands. Yeah, here it hurts walking. In. Thanks in for, uh, for the. Uh, I've uh, never uh, been.
2: Okay, so, I'm um, uh, not, not even like because I just don't go to the beach. Not because I'm like mm-hmm. on a strike against. I just don't go to the beach. So
1: where where the stage used to be mm-hmm. is a, a, a sandal shop. now. Um No comment. <laughs> anyways hey yeah. but talking about uh uh going into uh uh, uh booking blackwater and at a swanee and everything like that you also uh uh i don't know how we glossed over this yesterday i was in a rush i had to get i had to be somewhere
2: but <laughs> yeah we were writing right. everything now but
1: yeah yeah uh uh vlad vlad started
2: uh, a festival at swanee well, yeah you talking about reunion Yes. Right? reunion so, um that was after that was kind of like a dream you know a dream Scenario. I think a lot of people have the same dream as I do, trying to put on an event in that place. Yeah. Over, after being a patron for years and, and uh, falling in love with it, you kind of, if you're in that ilk of putting on events, you naturally gravitate trying to want to do an event in that place. Sure. So, um and also, I was already involved and in tied. Kind of, Paul Levine's a close friend, another huge mentor. I can't even explain how much Paul has done for me What a gem for the Jacksonville just, scene also Yeah, by proxy of live look, but yeah. really like the whole city. Oh, well, I lose him a lot. I feel musically. Ugh, yeah, yeah. I um, them a lot. And then I got to know the actual owners of the park, James Cornette, and, um, uh, got to know them. Found out, I
1: found I'm related to
2: him too. Wow. Kentucky boy. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> I, that's really weird. No, how I figure
1: that out. Well, because, uh, uh, I was wearing a Kentucky shirt, which I do like all the time. uh, And then I was at Swanee, and then somebody who was a friend of the Cornets uh, 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 was like, "Hey, uh, you're from Kentucky." And I was like, "Yeah, born and raised. Want to fight about it?" And then he's like, "Ha ha, that's funny." And then he he took me like he he, loved that. Whoever that was, he loved. Yeah, and then and then he took me back (laughs) and he said, said, "Look at this. Look at this kid. He he says he's he's from outside Lexington, just like y'all are."
2: That was. Was that duck? His, I, can't, I can't remember. I can't remember Chuck Pennington.
1: I can't remember. It might have been Chuck. Chuck the duck. They call maybe, him the duck. Maybe. But then I, I walked into uh, uh, the the Cornets' like house, like they had the mm-hmm. little trailer there and everything like that, and they had like just boxes of Ale 81 I don't know if you know what that is Yeah, I, he, they do? gave me a case. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's i drink a case of it.
2: Oh my god. Yeah.
1: All right, well that's like you, that's o- like, you I you actually know get the it.
2: story. I know I know so many Kentucky stories you don't understand. But go ahead. But, I but, but the then
1: I was there. The I was there and then they told me their last name Corne. like, "Oh, that's my grandma's last name." And then we were just like going wow. back like, "Yeah, we're related." Wow. And then they're like he's he's like, "You're welcome anytime." Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I just that is,
2: that is that's probably the coolest story of the whole but, podcast. Yeah, but <laughs>
3: that, I didn't know you related to the corn, yeah, like those like, people are like amazing. Distant,
1: like Kentucky related, you know what I mean? Yeah, but uh,
2: still, like, that's a cool story. It is, but
1: uh, they they actually the cornets they actually uh uh did um the Lexington Bluegrass Festival every year and then right. and then they moved down to Swanee right. about the park, right? And that's a huge thing in Kentucky. Bluegrass fans. Yeah, I can yeah, imagine. They're,
2: they build up their, you know, their experience in Kentucky doing bluegrass festivals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and they're, I mean, they're great A people. But there's only like kind. eight last
1: names in Kentucky, anyways, man. So <laughs> everybody's related. Everybody. Again, yeah, no comment.
2: That's, <laughs> that's something you I would believe know. it. <laughs> I, I'm
1: just, I'm more impressed that you've had an LA one
2: before. Oh yeah, I, I hung out in the cabin quite a bit in Miss Jean's cabin, mm-hmm. old cabin. Uh, just uh, drank some whiskey, you know, drank in LA, LA, a a LA Kentucky LA, cocktail? LA LA. Yep. And yep, uh, Chuck the Duck is a nose. buddy <laughs> who... Uh, That's awesome you know that. Also as a cabin as a friend of James and, you know. But um, coming back to the initial thing yeah. was uh, Splashdown and, and doing that event. So, yeah, after doing a couple of years of... Helping Paul promote his events, playing yeah. his events, doing stages. Splashdown was the the, the festival. You Splashdown was the second rendition of the reunion. So the reunion right, 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 was right. the first time, and then Splashdown we decided to do more during the summer where it was really hot and wanted to imp- like make sure people knew it was going to be like a swimming swimming thing. Yeah, big time. And then we linked up with Roosevelt Collier on that, and he was like the you know our main.
1: Mainline. What didn't you have a? Was that the one where you had a uh, uh, an all-star jam and uh, uh, Murph played from SDS Nine? Was um,
3: that? Th- was that?
2: I don't think that, that was. was no, that was. That a reunion. That wasn't a reunion. No, I don't think Murph was there. No actually, yeah. Murph was there for for the sp- Oh yeah, what am I talking about? It was it was All-Star Jam and Mur- you, Murph had just got kicked out All-Star of STS. In, in my head in my he- head I actually thought it was some campsite stuff. No, 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 no. Yeah, one of the main acts was an All-Star Jam uh, with yeah. Murph, with right? With Murph. Yeah. Uh, After he I just got kicked yeah, out. Yeah. Um yeah, he was there and it was pretty
1: dope. He has no like, idea what we're talking about right now. I'm, l- I'm enjoying <laughs> the story. <laughs> is it confirmed
2: that he was kicked out or It was like a mutual? Uh was it confirmed? Because I don't. know. I thought it was like a mutual like parting. I'm not why sure. Why would
1: you Why would you quit like the biggest hand ever? But whatever. I I don't know if he got kicked out. That's what I right. heard. is he get kicked out?
2: I'm not sure exactly how it went down. But sorry. Um, I, I, I,
3: no, I'm you're not, good.
1: I'm not trying to throw uh, Murph under the bus. <laughs> but that's oh, I'm gonna
2: get the low down on you, bro. <laughs> Soundtrack down they're here listening now. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would kill. I would kill. The, uh, to do that. I, I've met all of them before several times because uh, it's like you go to these shows and like, oh, backstage patches. Mm-hmm. Or have you ever been to like a holidays
2: before? Uh, no.
1: Oh, man, that's the best because they're just like just hanging out. You just walk up to them and take pictures with right. them and everything like that. But I
2: never like I, I'm really robbed myself a lot of experiences.
3: I had a rich friends girlfriend. Friends. So, <laughs> nice. I feel that
2: I did. Meet, I did meet Murph one time because I used to book Jay, his brother Jay Murphy uh, up until now, his solo I project. That. Yeah. yeah, up until so uh, we were kind of we weren't friends, but we were acquainted. And um, then one year, it was, I don't know. if We remember what festival it was. Uh, they were both there, and we were just walking through the field. I met Murph and his wife, and yeah, it was kind of they're real kind. Yeah, like they're all people. nice. But looking back on it, I was such a Sound Tribe head. It was, and it was still kind of starry-eyed. I was like, "Yeah." yeah At I mean, the moment so. I was definitely starry-eyed, even though meeting after meeting lots of people that I feel like I've her.
1: met Barbara from the biscuits like a hundred times, and I just I'm like, "Hey, yeah, like, I can't do anything. Nothing. <laughs> I can't say." Anything. I think
2: I I kind of have a switch where I just turn myself off. Like, I don't. I'm not very good socially around people that I actually look up to, which sucks. But I feel Yeah, that, it's man. annoying. <laughs> Same here. It's it sucks. Annoying. You want to say stuff and ask questions, but I I just like. Mm-hmm. They're you're just
1: cool. normal people They're just they Fucking music nerds too They're probably yeah. the biggest Music nerds yeah, but they like, made they, it so far But
0: like you But like if if you If you're that big of a fan of them Of their And their music it's kind of hits you on such, on such a personal level Yeah it's, And like you know, It's just like a weird thing Where you're just like Man I don't even know What's the How thing? to Everything respond to you right now out of your mouth. Yeah exactly What's, What's that's the most starstruck like- You ever got um, I'm trying to think. I met Didn't Johnny met Depp one time. I think that that wow. was wow. That was pretty starstruck. Yeah, his, his, uh, his
1: dad was in a band. With no, Depp.
0: my dad was not in a band with Johnny Depp. And they're best friends. <clears throat> they're not best friends. But uh, <laughs> paint this, yeah. Um, paint
2: this narrative. I my, like
0: it. My my dad was like in, in the uh, like Johnny Depp kind of got started in the South Florida music scene back in like the early like late seventies, early eighties, I think. Okay. And uh, my dad was in the band. My dad's band. Like my dad was, you know, about like eight years older than Johnny Depp. So their band was already established um, Mm -hmm. around Florida and through the southeast. So they were they were doing stuff. And then like Johnny Depp had a band called the kids, which was pretty popular. They became very popular in South Florida and again, like like in the southeast regionally. And uh, so the kids were younger. That's why they were called the kids, because they were like the younger group of guys that would hang out with all these older guys in, in the older bands. So um, they started their band and they would, you know, show up to my dad's shows and it was kind of like, you know, these are like the, the, the veterans in the scene. Mm-hmm. So they kind of like looked up to these guys in that kind of way. And then uh, their bands jam together and do the thing. And then it was just it was a big scene like it like, like it is here. You know, it was all, all the bands were kind of connected in that way. That's pretty cool. So Johnny Depp moved to L.A., obviously, and then became a movie star. He was trying to be a rock star. He became a movie star. Um, and then he did. He did star in that Tom Petty music video, though. Yeah, 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 yeah he did that. <laughs> and then back in. No, that was the the, uh, the wide open song. Yeah. Great wide open. Oh, that's one that he started.
2: I'm wrong. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so back in 2007, they did. There was this booking agent uh, down south um, and she had passed away. So in 2007, they did a big memorial for her at this club. Uh, cl- called club cinema in Pompano. So it was a reunion of all the bands that worked with her and and the certain clubs in South Florida at the time. Uh the Agora the Agora Ballroom and some other places like that all the bands were affiliated with that club. So uh they obviously they invited Johnny Depp back so the kids can do a reunion show. That's and pretty, that's pretty
3: awesome. pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: he came. It was a big event. There was there was probably like over 1000 people that showed up to the event because they knew Johnny Depp was going to be there, uh, so they all uh, showed up so i was backstage my dad like my, so my one of my best friends growing up it was the son of the lead singer in my dad's band at that time right so mm, okay so him and i grew up together and he had his own band and i and i got to, i i played with I, we opened up the show i sat in with their band and we opened up the show for the night but well, you played with johnny Depp? no i didn't play with johnny Depp. i played with my with my friend at the time he had a band and his dad was a singer in my dad's band. Okay, keep going, yeah. sorry. So, anyways, I was backstage hanging out, and I saw Johnny Depp just w- just hanging out on the balcony ab- above the stage. How many bracelets was he wearing? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I, just remember, up. I remember I'm 17, <laughs> a lot. I'm se- I'm 17 years old. I'm just in my head like, don't be that fucking dude, just be chill. No, you're you saying right and, and I walked up, I was like, hey, man, uh, big fan, how's it going? And just talk to him. I, but now that I'm thinking about it, I actually met him. That the, a couple days before is they were doing a rehearsal my dad had to go to and so my dad because uh, he was rehearsing with his band there as well so we, so we went, and then like we saw Johnny Depp, and he runs up to my dad, gives him a big hug. And my dad was like, hey, you mind if I call my, my son, um, uh, my younger brother? He like he's a big fan. And he was like, yeah, for sure. So my dad calls him, and then he puts Johnny Depp on the phone, and then uh, Johnny Depp goes like, hey, Dylan, it's your Uncle Johnny. that was <laughs> like, that's fucking cool. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's
1: yeah. pretty fucking cool. We're getting cool. Started. We talked about fucking uh, jam band bass
0: players and guitar
1: players (laughs) he meant fucking Johnny Depp (laughs) hey man Johnny
2: Depp is hot bro I've I've
0: been uh, I've been starstruck by other people as well that I've met like especially like opening up I-, I think like when we opened up for Kung Fu at nineteen oh four. Oh Todd Steves, yeah. Well not well, I pulled the biggest fanboy with Tim Pal uh, pa- 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 yeah, I was like, that bro, guy's amazing. I was like, Bro, I study your licks. Like I'm the biggest fucking fan. I just want you <laughs> to know like you're you're like my fucking idol, man. They're all punching. <laughs> yeah, and, so. like, and he was just like he was just super the chill good, about good, it. Good people. Yeah, yeah. They're super uh, I get starstruck about people like that too, but I think just as far as like where I was really at a loss for words where I just I didn't know what to say. That was when I met Johnny Depp. I, I was also 17 years old you know what i mean yeah so i feel just,
2: like miami people like yourself will probably see a lot more celebrities than we do keep calling I, miami
1: people because that's amazing thing
0: i'm f- i'm not actually from miami i'm, from, oh. I'm, from, no, I'm no, from. he is he, I'm is, from, he is i'm he from is, so. pines but the thing is which which i don't know if you're <laughs> familiar with south florida at all Pembroke pines is a suburb between miami and fort lauderdale and it's same oh. but it's 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 in broward county it's like the, it's like about as far s- south in broward as you can get before you hit dade county okay and people but People in Dade County are very, very possessive of being from Dade County. Right. If you are not from Dade County, doesn't matter if you're five minutes from the border, you are not from fucking Miami. If you claim that shit, you're a fucking liar. That
2: sounds like uh, the South version of Duval.
0: It kind of sounds like... We're well, the last version of Duval. But you know like what? People in Orange Park still claim Duval.
3: No. I don't see anybody having a problem with that. I would say
1: that. it's more of like uh, uh, the, the beach versus the townie
0: situation.
3: Yeah, it's kind of okay. like that. Okay, like, like if,
0: if you live on Atlantic and Hodges, you better not say you're from the beach. Yeah, you know you're, you're townie. Even though you're basically at the beach. No, you're, right. you're townie.
2: It's a fun right. thing we do as humans. As yeah. I know. I, the towny beach beach thing was, has been a long time thing here for sure. Yeah. And honestly, I think I'm playing into it because I haven't been in the beach in like... A, a, a townian, decade. I I I'm like. a townie.
1: I live. I got a house. I'm right, a townie, man. Like I can't make uh, the trip. I lived at the
2: compound. I have to pay for parking everywhere. Get out of here. I played. I lived
1: at the compound for like what ten years. Yeah. Uh, do you know why I moved over here? They tore it down. Oh they really? Kicked, it's they, gone. They kicked. It, they kicked us out. The next day they bulldozed it.
2: It's I gone, wonder what man. asshole bought that thing. Uh uh, uh JWB. Oh, oh, they did
0: it was JWB. <laughs> oh, Bro, they no. own like all the properties around here. No, it's, okay. oh, it's no, your it's projector. A smart, I don't know what the matter then. Bro, they, right. they 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 own like all the all these little shitty properties around this ta- side of town too. Well,
1: yeah. not only did they buy and own it, they destroyed it. Yeah,
3: no, it's, crazy. <laughs> it's yeah. very sad. It's crazy though. They actually so many own parties that there. property
2: like I had a friend back in the day, my homie Jessica. Her dad owned that property. And, like they, he's wanted to hang on to it, but they're offering some serious money to like wait, mine the compound, not, not your spot, oh. the sixth south or seventh south, almost identical yeah. line on First Street. We had a lot
0: of fucking parties uh, there though. Um, so I do kind of want to get back to the music stuff real quick. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, we, were to, we got
1: on a, a string on uh, Johnny Depp and Starstruck. No, I them. know. I have a lot of cool experiences. We can talk about them another time. Yeah, Miami's a hell of a place.
0: Uh, <laughs> 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 um what i kind of i want to ask you about the silent disco stuff at at swanee and uh, billy says that you kind of started that movement at swanee silent disco thing uh
2: i will i won't take the credit for starting it because um it was already there prior to me starting the almost every like event having it for a while um Bilsker, Charlie Bilsker. Oh homie. yeah, Charlie Bilsker's good good dude. Ho- homie. And then uh Chris Bachman, I don't know if he worked with them or if they had se- I don't really remember much, but I'm certain they did sound discos at the park before I was there. Um and then I think at some point the park wanted to have their own gear. Just kind of cut out the middleman and you know, put on their own have their own equipment and uh i was already doing stuff with paul quite a bit and i think paul had the idea it would it would make sense if i if i was the one who took over that idea since is mostly going to be electronically based anyways right and i'm his electronic guy in his head i think paul i am your electronic guy <laughs> um so i think he just went my route through that through that my way and that's actually when i met the cornets okay i had a meeting with them and um kind of gave a pitch of what, how we're going to do it, what we're going to do. And then, uh, the the equipment zone by the park, I just literally charge it, have a staff that runs it. And then for the events, I do book the majority of of the artists that play the stage. So that's where the creative outlet really is. is I get to either, you know, I, I get to play myself and then I get to put my friends on and, you know, it's, were you in charge of it at OBJ last year? I was, but I was the only one on it. No, didn't Guavatron do a set? Oh, I'm not sure. they well, yeah. might have. Yeah, they did like an eighty set. I, I wasn't in, char- no, was in charge of it. Oh, I mean, okay. Let me draw that back. I feel like I was in charge of it because that night I was doing really playing. Yeah, so I felt like I was. the. But no, it was uh, it was, I think a Russ, I Russ, Russ Bowers. Bowers is uh, whoever he hired. A
0: shout out to that whole team in the production. For company, real like, the the fucking the home team crew. Yeah, I Babers, cannot say man. enough. Those good, guys are fucking good things awesome. about
2: home team and Russ ba- Russ and Andy. And all those casts, because like, they've been my they've been my synergistic hookup at the park while I'm doing the go. Because any every stage I've ever done, oh no, the okay. There's been a couple that it wasn't Russ's stage, but I would say 80 percent of the time I've done it, it's been Russ's stage. Yeah, with his equipment, he he's always staying up late or having his staff set late to help us run visuals for my stage where they don't really have to. He gives us like stuff that we forget. We didn't have some kind of XLR. We ran out. We used too many always has shit for us. You know, like it's it's like unbelievable how supportive Russ Bowers and that squad is. I, yeah. I Andy
0: Lytle and like everybody, yeah. man. They're all such good people. I, hey, what's uh, up, Christian? He uh, runs a studio that we just worked at uh, down south to do our new album called Dogmatic Recording Studios. He said he hung Shooters. out at Studio 54.
2: Yo Kind of showing your age little there <laughs> bud <bit. laughs> <laughs> But he went up Sure, He's trying to went up The The, the <laughs> store. story Yeah he's yeah, trying to went yeah, up The store. Like, story like, Yeah, yeah. Thanks Christian 54. Thanks bro Because the, back then I bet Every celebrity In New
3: York was there Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah That, so was, that probably was the probably place saw That the was Donald Trump's
1: Favorite spot He was there all the time
3: Yeah No I'm not I'm not messing around He just had a
2: runny nose It wasn't yeah, no, He's just hanging out He's just hanging out He's hanging out He's hanging out Hangs. hanging out Hangs So um. I <laughs> have uh, the same cold for 30 years. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> what's That's your uh,
0: what's your craziest live experience? What do you what's what's wow? A, what's, what a great vague question. Yeah, I know. Well, no, no, yeah, you you of course. Uh, like, it's hard. What's your, one of your favorite moments? you think about like like playing live? And uh, also, what I'm very interested in is the difference between uh, like what is a DJ actually doing up there? When they're right. performing or they're not, they're not just pressing buttons, Now right? he's being gay or dangerous. just pretending. Right. No, I, ap- no I, ap- I apologize. No, no. I, I, I legitimately want to know because I think a lot of people also wanted that question. I asked the same question about jazz. I love jazz too, so. Yeah, because he's a um, no minded person and you suck. So yeah, I anyways, I, I can't,
2: I got to say the craziest uh, time playing live was actually at last year at Halloween, And uh, it's funny because <laughs> it wasn't supposed to happen. Um i believe who missed their flight so i obviously had my sound disco set i had that but so i forget it. somebody missed their flight and it was a seven o'clock set at the spirit lake stage um no either way when it boiled down berg another homie who i love so much michael berg who puts on Halloween, uh is like you want to do this like you want to take this set it was it was like that feeling of having Thousands of people, you know what I mean? That full-on... I never really had that full-on electronic moment where it feels like a big room or big festival, like, crowd. Yeah, a beachy moment. Yeah, I always have, like, a walk-up, or so, like, a nice little gathering of people, like, regional kind of gather, But, like, it felt like I was playing a big-ass, big-ass stage. and um, awesome. That was a cool feeling. Also, like, opening... When Mavericks was still around, yeah. me and Connor got to open up for Lettuce. What? Which was yeah. Fuck yeah. As I mean, DJ, it was like us and then Lettuce. It was like, what? How <laughs> that even happen? <laughs> like, uh, what is it? How, yeah, it was Paul out. Levine. Uh, shouts out, Paul, again. Uh, I, yeah, I got spoiled a little bit. And, um, That's awesome. As far man. as seeing music. Um, oh,
0: Eric says that set was awesome.
2: I can't, even, I can't even really... I, I would say, though, see music, it probably has to be when I saw Hiromi Yuhara in... Uh, yeah, that,
1: I forgot that that you love her so oh, much, that's too. Oh, that's my favorite artist. Do you know, do you know who Hiromi time. is? No.
2: She's the best piano player ever. She's like God on keys. Yeah. Really. You, I, d- and just, you will love her the first time you see her. If you just you just, just see watch her that once, video but, of
1: her playing uh, I've Got Rhythm. It's the most insane thing I've ever seen in my entire life. But she's sh- great. But you got to see her... What did she twice got?
2: I've seen her live. Uh, one time... In South Florida, yeah. At one time, for our honeymoon, me and my wife, we planned our trip around nice. seeing her in Boston and uh, Schuller's. And she's adorable and Scullers too. Schuller's in Boston, which is like jazz. That like, sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah she's
1: in, she's like the oh. best piano player. And so home she home played
2: was uh, it was with Edmar Casaneda, who's a Colombian harp player, and it's a two-piece and like yeah. I don't know if people know much about Colombian harp. It's a multi, it's a rhythm and melodic. Harp. So you right. play the bass And the melodics On the same harp Right I've never seen that Just so check it out it's Have amazing. you seen it?
0: I mean I've seen Like ha- I've seen people Play the harp and do that Yeah so yeah. Um,
2: okay. She's just I I don't know To me that's peak Performing It's like when I see that yeah, she's best. That's peak art- Artistry And virtuosity and I'll probably see my life. She
1: blows John Mayer Out of the water Is all I'm trying to say <laughs> Yeah John
0: Mayer's great But <laughs> He's I'm He's doing good He's just, doing great just, You know it's a different different thing, is it? Yeah, it's a different thing. Okay, Samir is a great songwriter, so, so. not a huge fan uh, of music. Yeah, I know <laughs> you don't. Yeah, I get it. Uh, so I, I I'm the, but my, I do have a legitimate question about what DJs are actually doing. And shout uh, Blake Quick, shout out to the Quickening, some good friends of ours from New Orleans Woo-hoo. that we had to cancel a show Woo-hoo. with unfortunately a couple of weeks, but we definitely plan on getting back with them. They're an amazing band. Check them out. Uh, the quickening on Facebook and Instagram and all that shit. Those guys are awesome. Shout out to the quickening. Um, Shout out to
2: Kaufman too. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah.
0: Thanks. He ran. He ran our uh 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 Sounding for our, our fundraiser, fundraiser
1: show
2: that we had here. Yeah, we Eric. Another uh, whole another unsung hero room. like the one of the people that everybody knows and that isn't music in the city that people that don't do music probably don't know Kaufman. Like oh, he's yeah, a yeah, sound yeah. for all of us, yeah. man's. Shout out to Eric Kaufman. Way to go bud You're yeah. the man
0: Kauf, Eric, Eric's a shit man <laughs> and Fucking Also gave this us It's really
2: fun Cause I like When I see people pop up, I was like That's a homie That's a homie That's a, that's yeah. a homie yeah. Yeah. But I love, uh, I love uh, Eric, having The live stuff What's on so
1: here. great about him Is he works for free <laughs> like he doesn't. He doesn't charge at all. It's yeah, insane. it's amazing. So if you want to hire him, yeah, just <laughs> hit him up. <laughs> hit him Eric, up. His links
2: right there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Eric. Eric is. Eric costs three hundred dollars an hour, and you'd be lucky to have him. Right. <laughs> I agree.
2: Fully agreed. The nice stroll though. I, this is what I used to do every time people would, like hit me up for the guest list or something. <laughs> oh, I don't know, but hit up Trey Hebron. He knows <laughs> for sure. <laughs> he will hook you up with the guest list spot all the time. Um, no...
0: Go ahead. So well, I, I am interested in knowing what. So wh- when a DJ's up there doing their thing, oh, yeah, yeah. are you're not you guys aren't just like faking it, right? Like you're Jesus. you're doing I stuff. I a legitimate question, and I think that a lot of people <laughs> that I know d- want to know that too.
2: Well, I can't speak for the whole uh, uh, (laughs) inclusive. What I understand is that the higher up you are in the in the chain, the less likely you're actually playing live. Yeah. Okay. so that's
0: my question is legitimate. Then fuck you. Yeah. Anyways, but
2: but I mean, people are really worried. Like, that's why I don't think I'm going to say that's what kept me away from going there. Because like, honestly, like who doesn't want to get paid a lot of money? Right. But it was just against my natural inclination to Super pre planned sets and worry about them, and it's, it's gotten to a point where it got people got so worried about it that they stopped actually playing their sets. Yeah, so I'm doing full pre records and just dancing up there, and people are oblivious for the most part because you can't really see what's going on, so right. Um, I feel that's pretty ugly. That's my opinion. I'm not gonna shit on everybody, but no, I feel I just, like that is pretty. We're not really doing that much to begin with for the most part. People that actually pitch do a, a you know full volume uh beat matching by literally just by listening to the ears always and never having visuals or pre-planned sets that's really kind of difficult yeah like, yeah vinyl of is really difficult you sure. have to know your tracks and that blending is a very hard like it's it takes time to learn that but once you add that visual element even now with the cdjs you don't have to have a cd you have the cdj with the the waveforms on the, it. No, I know. And you know where to line up, where the beat is. Yeah. Line it up. It's just identical to me having my tractor up there because you know, that's exactly the only thing I use.
1: What do you use? Ableton? I use tractor. Uh, I don't know. I've used
2: tractor the entire time, which is like... I've never used that before. Uh, a step, stepchild, red redhead, no, he gets redheaded. But well, I'm gonna use that. Thank you. Since we're cutting jokes on everybody, <laughs> Billy's a right.
0: ginger in denial, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not. But it's a people shit on <laughs> instead of
2: Serato like controllers. Tractors the cheaper version, but I'm broke and I don't care. Like I, I always buy cheaper stuff as long as it works.
1: Well, uh, 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 so does that answer your question? Yeah, they're doing stuff up there, you asshole.
2: No, he just said that <laughs> really most of the time they're not. <laughs> no, he said no, On the, higher level, the like, higher level. No, everybody you'll see in town is definitely mixing. I don't yeah, think anybody's yeah. anybody's in pre-recorded sets in town. No, but you're saying That's the, the higher-ups, though. Higher-ups, yeah. It's weird because they have, they actually feel the pressure of having one little wrong note, which is part of the live performance right. for yeah, every yeah, other yeah. live musician. And it's actually endearing if you actually love music. It's like, okay, this is their mistakes. You're a human. You're a human, right? Yeah.
0: Um, but there's, all, but then they they also do f- their th- own music. Like they produce their own music, right? Right. So right. it's like, why wouldn't you do like a live set then? Right.
2: I don't, I don't know. But I, I can't say that's. I don't, I don't want to say that's the case for everybody. The, there are people up there that that are making the big bucks that are against it completely. Just like like I am, here making no money basically. So like. There are people that are purists, and there are people that literally are such purists that are still doing it. And they will, they hate seeing anything but actual vinyl. Right. I understand. I understand. I th- different things.
1: They're very I, far and few between now. Right. It's 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 like you're the, the only person I know that. You're right,
0: does right. it? I mean, there's like one guy. You're
2: right. It's really I can't really think of anybody that does it full time anymore. Anyways.
0: So what? So when somebody's like like doing something live and 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 actually like making stuff happen what uh versus like being in the studio and doing your thing like like what's the difference like, like so explain mixing, that difference the process is
2: uh, it's good to know your music before you play it of course though um especially obviously there's no way of getting around knowing your music if you're oblivious to the eyes if you don't have the sense of the eyes or, on where the waveforms are it's all ear then you really got to know your music. You got to know BPMs and everything. Yeah, for sure. But Once you have, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just be honest, because I don't feel like what I'm doing is harder or I ever felt that way and feel like I need to guard that information from other people. That's all right. And people always ask me, like, it's a secret, but it's like, dude, if you know where the first beat is and the beat per minute matches, matches each other, then you're mixing that song as long as you stop it on the right side. Like, that's mixing. Right. Now, sc- turntablism and scratching, that takes time to learn. Like, shouts out DJ Shotgun. Who, DJ Shotgun is a turntablist from up north, who, from Detroit area, who's been living in Florida for a long time. You see that? That takes long practice. His son with his son Mercy would smoke all of us in turntables. He's like, I don't know. He's probably like sixteen. I don't know how he is. Jesus. He would make anybody who's been doing it here for a long time look like nothing. But that's a different realm of a niche. You know what I mean? So. Most people don't come necessarily come out to see turntablism anymore. They come out just to strictly to dance. But if if you're good at that craft, that's a ver- that's the virtuosity of, of the DJ. DJ. Yeah. yeah, that's that's, cool. that's the top peak point of DJ. So I don't do that. I'm more of a you know I'm more of a party rocker. I have always been, and I like once I and I like playing genres that are completely foreign to this area that I love. Yeah. It bends the ear a little bit. And if people don't like initially, just I don't care. What's the what's the genre? And, uh, I, what I play mostly now, I think people mostly just hate. <laughs> <laughs> which is what I play, I play I've been doing Chicago juke and footwork for like what? Close is that? to a decade. It's it's 160 beats per minute. Nice. And it's I'm about it. It's a f- more of a freeform style of a ghetto house, which is oh I've heard house it was house is 120 beats per minute per yeah. se ghetto house is that same boom 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 at 160 beats per minute so it's hyper
3: okay fuck
1: i i know what, so what your, what your music footwork yeah. is
2: kind of is the free form where it's not it's not a house it's weird per, free form percussive structures going up and down and uh at 160 beats per minute it's really weird most people re, you really got to be into drums you really got to love drums a lot because it's really about to me that that's what really got me into it but uh and uh, I really remember the moment I got into it. It was a uh, TSI machine drum, and it was a crunchy Sunday. Yeah. It was still when we were doing just dubstep, and he just came in and played 60 minutes of uh, footwork. And I was like, completely didn't know what it was. It was 2011. And I was like, what is this? This is crazy. Because I felt like there, in that one CCBs per minute, there was so much freeform and uh, freestyle in that noise that it didn't seem uniform. It felt like they were using it here then using a swing line on the beat and putting the beat in the back so it didn't feel always the same so i I, i've been kind of addicted to it almost and met some of the guys that created it and booked some of them that created that genre tech life in chicago and because uh yeah i feel like it's right thing to do if you're a dj and you put on events and if you play that music and you do put on events you should try to bring those people if you can can make it happen a little homage. I try to do that once in a while. So for
1: sure, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I was like putting it all together. I was like, I didn't know that what it's called. Right, it was, the right. F- it was Chicago something footwork. It's Chicago footwork and juke okay, and um Chica- ghetto Chicago tech. Duke it's footwork. actually
2: it's all in around the same beats per minute. But I know exactly what you're talking about. I've heard you. Yeah. I've heard you play that several it's, times. It's like hyperactive, it's way out there yeah, it's for sure.
1: Yeah. But it's it's fun.
0: Uh, what, uh, have you, have you, uh, um, like gone on the road or
2: done any, done anything like that? Um, I haven't done any legitimate tours. I've done legs with other artists in the areas. Uh, um, really not escaping much of the southeast. Uh, but you've done like weekend do, stuff. Um, once Crunchy Sunday got really big, and sorry, I got a little cotton mouth right now, uh, <laughs> got really big. Um, we were able to move the party and have a Crunchy Monday in Tallahassee. So, well, at was was the, engine engine room, room? Yeah, the engine room, which is like the premier venue in Tallahassee at the time, which became the sidebar. Sidebar, yeah. And ev- everybody's. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, but um, I, uh, they like, hey, oh, we want you over here. Can you try to do this party in Tallahassee? So I was doing, I was being a art, national artist. They played my party in Jacksonville on Sunday. I'd take him to my party in Tallahassee on Monday at Engine Room and try to do those parties. And literally... That's kind of how I sustained. It was like a fluke, but I will, like that was a probably the best time of my life. You know, you really can't take those that like those moments away. Yeah, you know, you for sure. Still
1: do the the crunchy. It's like the anniversary thing, isn't it?
2: Yeah, we actually did. I think we we did the ten year thing this year uh, a couple of months ago, and we kind of said this is the last one. That's per what say. it was. That's what it was. But it they'll they'll never really be a last one because it's kind of stupid to do that. Well. Like it's a hobby at the end of the day. It's like saying like. I but quit chess or something like. But that's, that? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's that's a that's <laughs> like, an interesting like a, interesting gig, game though. It's, it's not just a game, but it's a game. A
1: 24-hour gig. That's how that's the amazing, reason, dude.
2: It takes years of, out of my life, bro. I imagine it does, man. 24-hour gig. <laughs> I remember the first time we did it. Or was it the first time or the second time? It was the closing of TSI. Yeah, I it was remember the 48 that. Forty-eight one. Yeah, it was Jesus the forty. Christ, I, tr- I booked over <laughs> sixty artists. In forty eight hours at T S I it was in three rooms. What are we trying to prove? I don't know, <laughs> but we're trying to prove that's the big bang out, no, like you know, a close out party, it was, it you know? Dope. And like literally like because like, minutes after we stopped that party, like they came in and started building myth. Like literally like minutes after that. It <sighs> was the, it crazy. was such a crazy blowout. That's that's amazing. Uh, three 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 Main <laughs> Street. I always remember
1: that. Yeah. Because I'm um, red, basically you have any uh you have like any
0: artists that, that that you think are coming up right now that you're like a huge that you think is like like uh good to look at like in right. the, in, like the jam scene or like kind of like electronic music obviously but like, like like this like sun squabby or like uh the fluies or bands like that you know right kinda, like, so
2: like yeah those bands i've there's quite a bit of them honestly and I feel like I don't know which one's the point how informed everybody is on them but yeah I feel like I probably shouldn't think people are too informed like obviously like sun squabby I they love went them, from man. like Colorado to like the world so quick like yeah it's awesome um it's only like three years I um obviously like talk these bands talk are kind of known awesome. in our realm you know talk is known in our realm um what is main squeeze the Scorsone ones now. They switch up. I lo- I Lee love main squeeze. So I don't amazing. know if they're like,
0: they're not really electronic though. They're kind of like oh, more more electronic based. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay.
3: Um,
2: yeah, but. I kind of stay and pushing tech life and Chicago sounds as much as possible. DJ Earl, DJ Trey, um, DJ Spin, DJ Rashad, who actually is the forefather of that sound. Like, it kind of they've all were part of that click. And I, um, I feel that sound. Tasso, a lot of those guys push the ear. They actually try to bend, bend the ear. They don't even like. Some of the DJ Earl's stuff is not even really footwork. They he goes like. Uh, Trans he like super weird with it, and it doesn't sound like trance, but it just sounds like elements of trance. So I, I support that. Um, always will support machine drum. Up and coming, like I'll just shout out MZG and my homies. I, like, yeah. I don't even really. I'm not really big on finding new monotonous sound. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you're going to – there's an artist that plays Trap. Yeah. I'm not going to be huge on him now because I've got through the gamut. But yeah. if you push the noise, like, yeah. I'll, like, I'll always like stuff that is freeform, like Apex Swimmer yeah. stuff. I love it. Like Apex that. You could do Richard Divine, that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, I was going to say, have you heard of uh, Stimming? Stemming. Stimming. S-T-I-M-M-I-N-G. The, the artist, no. He, yeah, he's a, a German guy. I'm obsessed with him. It's like minimal house, but like he uh, uh, samples everything himself and uh, records everything uh, uh, acoustically. Mm-hmm. And it's just the most—he's w- he, he's incredible DJ. I could awesome. dig
2: it. And now that I think of it, uh, locally it, it reminds me of, like kind of it, Apex one a little bit. Locally, if like, somebody that I, I would think of in that realm would be Sun Drenched Ray uh-huh. Wilson, and nobody knows he lives in Orange Park, and I've, I've been trying to get him more bookings like. It's beautiful stuff, and it's, yeah. it just—I don't know. Shouts that's just stimming. Yeah, it's like it's real pretty. Yeah, real pretty, pretty minimal yeah. house. Uh, that's
1: I, that's my favorite. Is like minimal house music, like for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 stimming is great, and then Buka Shade, like hands down, is my like favorite. Okay. I don't know why. I just I love Buka Shade.
2: Um, I can point. I don't. Let's not point to artists, but I can point to cities. Like say I'm very San Francisco hy-fi hip hop influenced. Then like. Chicago, huge Chicago. With as far as footwork, you want to house Chicago? elements that I like. I'd go to Chicago, yeah. And then London, when it comes to dubstep, yeah. drum and bass, that kind of. They realm. still
1: doing that over there.
2: Oh yeah, they're. I mean, they, they never stopped. They never. The drum and bass over there will never stop, and they do grime. They do grime, which is their hip hop, but it's basically over a drumstep, a uh, dubstep beat.
1: I love watching mm. all those like, uh, like '90s. Uh, British movies with all the garage music. Right. And it, like like uh, uh, like lock stock and Two Smoking Barrel and that's just right. that like that style of music uh, you're just my like my
2: favorite movies to be honest like Snatch is probably my favorite movie Yeah, Snatch too up movie. my yeah. favorite movie. Like, but the whole soundtrack
1: of it is is all from that London uh it was, scene it's, uh, of, of it garage. was run by
2: Ninja Tune Records, yeah. which is now the record company that Bonoba runs. No kidding. No, straight up. I well, wish we had a crunchy Sunday one time. Oh, no. You, shit. you had Bonobo? Up. Yeah. Fuck that yeah, was, that man. was that was that was my like moment. Yeah, that's that was the peak moment for have sure. Have you heard of them before? I actually no. have the oh, set. That. The set live is I'll I'll, I'll give used, it to you. you. That's on Vimeo, we, we actually record, <laughs> we record the full set in the soundboard and linked it. And we're like, we actually. Was, was Drop the ball. We actually recorded. it. I'm so happy we did this. Well, was it, was, it, just just, no, no, it, it yeah. was just the DJ, not the whole live band. No, no, it wasn't the live band. It was just the DJ.
1: Because when they do, they do a whole live band yeah. at festivals and stuff. You're just like, holy
2: shit! That's it's yeah, amazing. awesome. They yeah. have
1: like a 20 piece band, like strings. They're and everything. probably wow. like, as
2: far as our area. Bonobo, <clears throat> he's probably top like 10 puller to the park. Like, yeah. Bonobo band is is booked. Everybody just goes like apeshit.
1: But I like, I like, uh, uh, I, I'm more into like the the house. Mm-hmm. and pretty sounds. I dig That's kind of my deal. I dig it. Uh but uh, uh not like dead mouse like in your face annoying but just like just minimal stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. I can listen to that and he makes fun of me all the time. I can listen to it all day. It's it, it?
0: it's not a it's it's not that like Are you it's gonna, bad. It's oh, just that oh, oh, oh. it's just like it's, it's, horrible? it's, it's, the, it's the same <laughs>
2: beat. <laughs> I don't understand I, don't understand. And I like understand I understand both I think for me I get my lighter fix From other noise Other kind of sound Yeah Like I don't know Like a Like a Hiromi per se like, Yeah um, And so, I, I don't get my Harder fix From metal anymore <clears throat> Like I used to When I was younger I, just, I don't know why Maybe it's just Overly The messaging I don't know what it is But it's Almost seen Like negative Metal yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love metal. Don't get me wrong. But when I was younger, I really loved it. But I guess I got I just got a little more lighthearted over the years.
1: I, I've always said uh, uh, I'm upbeat and so is my music.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
3: Hey, like that's that? a good way to be. That's a good way to be. <laughs>
1: um,
0: <laughs> you guys want to do unpopular opinions? Oh yeah! Wow. Sure. How
1: long have we been talking for? Good Lord, time flies. Yeah. Anyways, oh yeah, we've been talking for an hour and fifteen. Yeah. Well, uh, let's let's bust them out. All did, right. So you, uh, oh, we forgot to add. Do you have one? Oh,
2: I, I'll think of one as, think we of go. Think as we oh, go. Right. So,
0: unpopular opinion number one. I'm not a big fan of electronic music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not uh, the first person to say that.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's an acquired taste, kind right. of like jazz. Right. Yeah. But it makes more sense
0: and it's pretty. Uh, wow. That's a, very <laughs> stupid, <laughs> that's a very stupid thing to say. Wow. Anyways, stupid <laughs> to say. Uh, and then, uh, what's what's yours, wait, Bill? Wait, are you just going to gloss over that? No, I think I've said all I had to say. Well, actually,
2: I actually have a Kind of uh, an opinion that doesn't necessarily completely disagree with yours. Like I feel like uh, DJs sometimes do take themselves a little too seriously. Oh well, yeah. So like the I feel like we're part of the party and we're not like I don't know. But not as much. You're not you're positions. not really you're not really sweating <laughs> the bullets up there, guys. Like I just got to be honest. Like we're having fun and yeah, it sucks to. To fuck up a mix or some shit, but you're like, don't have to play the rest of the song. <laughs> you it's know what I mean? it's, it's yeah. not, it's yeah. not,
0: that's not even what bothers me yeah. about it. It's just like, it's, and maybe electronic music isn't the right term. Because there's electronic music that I do like. I think it's just like the shit that you listen to, Ooh, which is well, just like, you, what, why, just why like, it every, just, it's just a term that I use for everything. Uh-huh. Uh, but like, if, everything is, everything is just like, say okay, oh, uh, the drums. The drums. How the
2: The system home. is the, down. The, the system right is here. down.
0: The uh, <laughs> the drums are also an instrument that I think uh. um, need to have a voice and cha- Maybe change up every once in a while. Like is <sighs> I, can't I, I don't disagree. I, I don't.
1: I get what he's saying, but
3: it's
0: it's like it's a. If I listen to a record, I don't want. Like to me, part of the song is what the drums are doing right. as well. Right. So if the drums are just keeping the you same can't, you beat, can't get then down
1: to jazz, the, the, like the, fucking.
0: You I don't put a, a fucking bro, uh, jazz a, like. like song. I don't listen to that you'll, much jazz make, though. Eighteen-year-old. Like, uh, if you
2: fucking, love jazz, Herumi's just you're, you're yeah. gonna be. You're right, just gonna yeah. fall in love. But anyways. I do
0: I do like jazz, but it's like, but the thing is that that because I like the way that he works is like you listen to one thing. That's what you listen. You listen to one style of music. I said that I like jazz, and to him, that's like all I listen to. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's it's like so I listen to a lot of different stuff. But that's my point is that like music should mean something else sometimes than just fun. And sometimes like I want to hear a different beat than just four on the floor the entire time. It's hard for me to differentiate between songs when the groove is the same exact thing every song. now, I kind of have you a know?
2: similar I had a similar view towards it. But I got I had learned something go- through my house DJ friends. Yeah, is that that hypnotic thing over if there's a hypnotic element? Yeah. And they're going for that, yeah. right? I'm going for switches, yeah. gear changes, swing lines and yeah. sw- And I, I can't I don't get off on the hypnotic aspect. And I, maybe I'll never truly understand like, they will never mix out of key. They have to get the key. The next key has yeah, to be the next good. same key. Crazy, and they have to keep it going. I to me matters not. All right. I want to be close, but I like <laughs> playing different genres and Damn. and being a podger. Yeah, like, that's what I like to do. Yeah. So There's like, no um, it, it, and I'll never appreciate appreciate it as much as they do. Right. And I realize that. It yeah. took me a while to realize that, but it's true. I just all right. Talk so about that hypnotic I like Yeah, it, that, it that gets you like a in a good mind state for it's some so, people. Yeah, it's almost like I cheating. Yeah. It's almost like I cheating I like
1: to do because like my brain is just like phew, all
3: the time.
2: It yeah, winds you into like a, more yeah, of a I'll, structure?
1: I'll, put, I'll go. That's my favorite thing to do is just drive around Jacksonville and then just just put uh, house music on and then just like just like I, I, cause I don't smoke weed or anything like that. And that's that's me meditating basically.
2: Yeah, like, I, I think that's something to that, especially if you bring it up. Like there's something to that. I just haven't really explored it as much.
1: Um, I enjoy music. Yeah. He has to, like, break it down and write a fucking TED talk just about not
0: it. It's annoying. True at all.
1: Just but listen anyways, to it, dude. It's just, Sometimes it's like, sometimes <laughs> you're
0: in a mood and you don't want to just ha- listen, be fun all the time. Did you know y- I mean?
2: are y- both um classically trained or, no. like, juggle through schooling? I
3: no. did. You did. Did you go to school? Didn't.
2: You didn't did go to school? You, mm. Did you go to school for music? Uh, my da- no, well, my dad forced me to learn violin, for violin that, from yeah. five to seven. And I, I and I'm a, I, I played sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leo was already, like, fully, like, I rebelled. Leo was the musician my... Dad was the musician. My mom was the actress. They all wanted to do music and art. That's and but I cool. my dad just didn't have it in, to, in him to force me to go through it like he did. Leo Leo was like old school Soviet train. Like you will practice, you will learn six hours a day.
1: You were like, you I were feel like for my a, brother. He went
2: through a lot to learn his craft. You're like
1: uh, a reverse high school musical, right? I don't want to do music Dad. I want to do sports. Right. It's a, <laughs> it's a,
2: it's a it's like, oh, but this is in this is in your this is in your lineage, bro. No, I come know. back to music, bro. I remember, I remember, I like
1: remember uh, me and Leo hanging out at Bear Creek, just you know, have the time of our lives. Wait, wait. <laughs> uh, 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 he was just showing me on his iPhone like all these like old school like uh, uh, Russian violinists from the fifties
2: and stuff, That's yeah. cool. That's yeah, those things. That's like, what you do those, at three AM? <laughs> yeah, but those things. Like my dad is, he's still at age seventy one. He's turned seventy one. He still has eight violin students and wow. right now even during covid he was teaching him through skype and yeah a lot of he, people do that's he cool. uh, he's old school he che- he pay that he's like half the price of any tutor in town but he, old school soviet like everybody that he has a standard like he wants he if you, you're gonna go to la villa you're going go to go d.a he's gonna get you in there and like he's your parents are not gonna use he, he, you as a, a uh, Daycare, like you're not, you're not dropping off the kid here just to show no, yeah. pay me, like that's right. I'm that's gonna force a kid to learn if he's not practicing, he's I'm gonna make him quit. Like, that's, that's, that's
1: the piano teacher that I went to, too. She like went yeah. to Juilliard, she was like old school, so yeah. yeah. That's there. a very yeah. classical not, approach, too. Like, your dad's sad. a classical musician, right? right. Scary well, yeah, Soviet, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, he was, yeah, well, that's a whole different episode. He did so much in the Soviet Union, I can't even talk about yeah, it. Yeah,
0: that's that's a very like classical thing, too. Is jazz musicians also have. Like a like a very strict like regimen and practice and stuff like that, but like also like an element of jazz is the improv and the imperfections right. in your in right. your playing that kind of add to to what's going on. Right. So I like, like a jazz artist is like like to them it's or a jazz musician it's like if you fuck up or you don't do something exactly right, it's almost kind of part of the charm of what you're doing. Right. Where in classical music is. Else- like,
2: like chimes into that fucker. Yeah, and it's a new stem. It's like, it's
0: it's it's basically like when you're watching improv comedy right. or something, you know. Yeah. Versus like watching a scripted uh, sitcom, where it's I'm, it's it's, I'm it's all gotta sure. be very 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 like like classical music. Like the whole idea is a try and capture the exact timbre of what they were doing at the time that that, that was being performed. You know, it's like, it, so I, it's like has to be perfect. So it's like just a different thing.
2: I dig it because like um, I never got myself. And, you know, you really if you really want to get like a super virtuoso grip on an instrument, you really want to start really early. Yeah, My brother did. And I quit and I, there's some regret there that I do have regret. I don't really know. I play, I can play like a whole beat on drums, you know, but as far as string instruments, nothing. And um, with with uh, I even got it all the way down to Ornette Coleman and free jazz. I can't play this stuff, but I really do enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah. You know I mean, like, it really is interesting.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. It's a whole different thing. Um, all right, Bill, what's your unpopular opinion? Uh, uh,
2: Florida shouldn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't read that one. You didn't read that one? Is there more to that?
1: Um, I hate everything about it. I hate the Gators. We
2: should be a lot cooler than I we are. I don't hate the Gators, too. Your I, I do hate the Gators. Oh,
1: I also hate the Nulls, so on top of that. But why? Actually, they're, uh, they're Kentucky okay. has no,
2: no correlation
1: to this. Whew. Yeah, that's true. That's usually the only reason why I did it. Oh, we lost feet. God damn it. Um, oh. First time, though, anyway. It's okay.
0: So, yeah, uh, Florida... It's an episode of The Office. You I watch can't the remember Office? why I wrote that down yesterday. honestly. Well, because the weather here sucks. Really. That's that's well, what, that's.
2: I think like we should. This state should be a lot cooler than we are. Yeah. I feel like we have a lot of monopolies, like with weather and all this shit. But we're the kind of we stagnate a lot. But,
0: but the problem is, is that is like really. Uh, There's a better state out there when it comes to weather and everything else, and it's called California. If you're from, if you're from up north, and then you come to Florida, I get why you think this is the best weather in the country. But but trust me when I tell you, California has a monopoly on good weather. Okay, granted, they have earthquakes and mudslides and fires, but the weather, but the weather, they don't have. It doesn't get hot and muggy like it does here, huh?
1: We just have hurricanes. What uh, what? Why
0: did I write that down? Well, all, you, <laughs> yeah, <you> thought, <laughs> well because it because you thought it would sound funny. As soon to say that as, as the soon you start talks. talking shit about oh, Florida, about sucks, California, yeah. starting,
2: like talking shit about Florida, man. Yeah, <laughs> why did well, I write that down? Out.
0: Well, there's also the element of, of like what people know Florida for. There's like two places that people really know Florida for, and that's Orlando for the theme parks, right. and then Miami for being Miami. Right. Right. Saying it so, weird. <laughs> it's so. Yummy. Okay. So, so Miami has Tony like th- like Miami shouldn't even exist as a city the way that it does, okay, that's right. That's it, right. it was right. Miami is built on a platform above the the bay, which right which it, that land shouldn't even be there, technically, number one. Number two, it was a small retirement community before the 70s and, then right. the, and the Cocaine Cowboys era came into play, where all of a sudden high-rises just started popping. It was right. needed a place to put their money, right? right? Exactly. So, um, I read and, some books on this. Yeah. And the so, white
2: flight out of Miami. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the complete the complete abandonment of all like old white and retirement. Well, yeah. Labor. Well, because
0: in the, in the, in the eighties in the Cuban, uh, 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 you know, in the Mariel boat lift and, and Castro was like, Oh, you want, you want Cubans? Yeah. We'll give you, we'll Cubans. Give you Cubans. And just emptied out the prisons yeah. and the me- and mental institutions. Just like, here you go. Right. You get all of our, fe- and so what, what ended up happening is that you have this huge skyline today, which is Miami. And, uh, Seemingly, nothing going on when you're there, unless you go to right. South Beach where there's a shit ton. Of, where obviously, or like you go to like certain avenues, like, like Brickle Ave downtown has a lot of high end restaurants and that kind of thing. But when you're there, it's like when you're really there, just trying to like do shit, like like Windwood obviously is blown up to become a big thing, yeah, that's but th- really th- that's all man. within the last like 10 years, it's all really blown
2: up. Before that, I noticed that last couple times I've been there, I really did notice that. I feel like. It was high rises down the line, and there was no people on, until I got to the South Beach area.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, really, I saw that. That's yeah. why it's a,
0: you look at Miami. And you're just like, this is in a, this city. The skyline is fucking huge. It's literally yeah. it's the third largest skyline in the United States, next yeah. to New York and L. A. Okay, so oh, when you look at that,
1: <laughs> he said, "Is this how we got anti?" This is how we got anti. Ah, yes. racism. <laughs> so, so uh,
0: uh, my dad was born in Cuba, uh-huh. and my mom was born here. And, and he is from another
1: dimension. Actually, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, my dad,
0: but I, but I was raised by the Cuban side predominantly. Right. So, yeah. I that's basically uh, that's why I considered well, to you my don't background. You have a Cuban last
1: name. Do you? No, my
0: so my dad's uh, my dad's dad, his parents were from France. Uh huh. Um. Um, so they, f- they came here or they came to Cuba and then that's my dad's dad was born in Cuba, my mom, my dad's, uh, mom. My well, her lineage goes as far back to Cuba as you can trace. French
1: so, Cuban
2: sounds delicious. You probably you probably have mixed feelings about my family. I actually had engineers from my family that moved from Soviet Union to train Cubans. Yeah, yeah, engineers. of course. Well,
0: I don't like, have. It's, yeah. it's 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 not. A, it's, <laughs> they're, 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 like, yeah, that's I, interesting.
3: I didn't put that Got Russian in Cuba. Yeah, yeah, I don't that. have.
0: I don't have like. Look, like, I was I was raised very American. My dad came here when he was Kay. young. So like we were we're all we're, we're very Americanized. Uh, my my well, and abuelo might have a different thing to say about it, right, but they're right. also dead, so they can't <laughs> no, say anything about it. Well,
2: no, but honestly, there's <laughs> so, uh, mixed feelings in my own family about everything.
3: Yeah, like, the yeah. Way it was, so.
0: it's very it's very interesting. The reason yeah. why Cuba was actually sustainable at all during the the sixties, seventies, and eighties after we put the embargo on them was because Russia was giving them a huge paycheck. Yeah. Was, I think it was something like like, like eight hundred million dollars a week. You guys were cutting because, them.
2: Just, S- sincerely just because of the ideology yeah exactly that's what, what it was yeah, yeah exactly that's what it, yeah. Was. Well, um, it was yeah anyways <laughs> yeah
0: but uh, it was, it's actually a very fascinating history i'm obsessed with it so i've done a lot of research on it yeah um, one
2: of my uh my cousin's grandpa he he was an engineer who got moved to cuba to train engineers and his wife who's my like baba mary we call her she lives in philly now but she lived there with him which is interesting it's a weird history it is it's interesting, f- and I
1: know
0: nothing about it. It's f- I'm inbred
2: fucking Kentucky. You talk about the
1: Cuban Missile
0: Crisis and the whole thing, which is super fascinating. Yeah. Also, yeah,
2: yeah, that, that was, was the closest, of, yeah. probably the world, close came world to world the world, world right, ending. Yeah. No, not even World War. Like just, just, Dunzo. Yeah, just it was. It was the Cold we're, we're, War. We're going to skip the war and go shitty nukes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And yeah. how and how the CIA
0: botched all these operations yeah. to kill Castro's. Fucking hilarious! It's it's very <laughs>
1: tell us more, Fidel. That's funny. Oh my god, that's fucked up. That's um, not right. I I took a claim a couple of nights ago for Fidel Chavez. Oh, <laughs> you what couldn't ask name, for a worse way? name to be that in, was, for in America. Uh, for, at my job, that their first name was Fidel,
2: last name was Chavez. You could amazing, a,
0: bro. You couldn't ask for a worse name to have in know, America, yeah. right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Vladimir, maybe. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> that's looking good. Yeah. No, but, no, it is a comic like. Vladimir is it's it's a name that people just like.
1: It means Jonathan, right? It,
2: it oh, mean it mean. That's oh.
1: it. Sorry, we gotta wrap this up quick because we're out of. Uh, we're good. Light. We're fine. No, um, it's okay. I'll, I'll I'll switch the capture device to the laptop, and it'll be an interesting. Real thing.
2: quick. Uh be, oh. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, Vladimir. I think it means to, it actually means to rule the world in Russian, which is why really? so many Vladimir's are megalomaniacs. Like. Uh, like your president, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. Yeah. pretty much <laughs> <laughs> back, But uh, all right, here we
0: go. Um, we have a, a, a third unpopular opinion. Um, Foo Fighters are better there. than Nirvana. Oh Foo. yeah.
1: Uh, let's just repeat that slowly.
0: The the third unpopular opinion is the Foo Fighters are
2: better than Nirvana. The, the Foo Fighters are not. We kind of we kind of spoke about this a little bit before. Um, yeah. I, will, I can't concede, and I'll never concede to that being the case. And <laughs> yeah. It's not the case, and it's just not true. It's not true. <laughs> but I will say what? that there was a that level of structure that is present in Foo Fighters that is more more um, polished polished to the ear for most people, though, again, better. going back to Nirvana, that they broke a mold and killed Cockrock, which is... You got to give them that. They killed... 80s hair bands—you gotta give them some credit. I like. Oh, I, g- I like, like Nirvana. Banding. You I like him in a no- novelty kind of way. Admit it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I don't want it 100 all the time. But that kind of did suck. W- yeah, I, but I like Nirvana a lot. I just think that Foo Fighters is better. I don't think that at all. They're more harmonic. They're just oh, yeah. Th- their songs uh, are better. They're more harmonic. They're more melodic. Yeah, they're better. They're more polished. They sound better. W- w- which Dave Cole is
1: in Nirvana. Keep in mind. Uh, so but Nirvana so. They, they 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 are more uh, timeless. They're the most time. They're so timeless. This, they're it's,
2: up there with it, Hendrix. Dude. It's still I, punk I, to me too. I, I, they're down they're still punk. Down. I don't at think the there's. Punk. I don't think there's
0: anything timeless about Nirvana though. They're very. You listen to say, Oh, this is early '90s grunge. It's very. They, they it's very of the time. It's very, that, that, they started the It's very. That's whole thing. no, they didn't.
2: They were one of the first bands to come out of that scene, but they didn't start the whole Dave thing. Cole
3: wouldn't even say the Foo Fighters are
2: better. Than I, I think there's. I think you, you're overshooting a little bit. I think. There's a DIY factor that comes from that sound that completely was sprung from that where people felt like they don't have to do as much to perform live. They can come on and like, you know, like That's very true. They didn't have to do a lot they didn't have to do a lot, I'll tell
0: you that much. (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I guess my
3: compliment can be also a dick, but for sure. other Grunge bands, for sure, but Nirvana was amazing. What about the
2: noise? The noise. I think maybe even the noise came from I can't
0: stand that shit though. I'm not a big fan of Wolf eyes,
2: but if you build if you open up Realms for others, you got to get some credit.
0: Yeah, okay, I like Nirvana and, and, the, and the unplugged thing they did, they did in MTV is one of my favorite things ever. Right. Okay, but, right. like, all I'm saying is that just if you look at the body of work that, that Foo Fighters has because they've been able to be around for longer because their leads here didn't shoot themselves, um, and just overall, the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the band, well, because they have a larger body of work because of that, right? So, and the band is just more polished, the songs are – are more put together, like the, the musicians are. They're all older and just more. Uh, they're better at their craft at this point. They have some timeless like, songs. Everlong, yeah. Everlong is timeless. Yeah, Foo
2: Fighters after, after are that like that a generation. That's s- a that's a that 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 realm of, like weird, not really good music in my middle school. That was a good song. I remember.
0: Yeah, but, I I like Nirvana. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that the, the Foo Fighters just is is a better band at the end of the day. They're just a better band.
2: You playing the objective game Nerv- on music, yeah, not- Yeah, you're right. I'm yeah, doing that. I can't really do that because to me, just like it was such a, po- it was way more powerful to me personally. Yeah. And Foo Fighters, like right now, I, I will always say like, the Trans Siberian Orchestra is a better. Grew, like better musically than anything that I love. Probably sure, yeah. But I wouldn't argue. I'm that. not gonna like. I'm not dying to see them. Like some of the things I want to. No, see No, of course not But we can all agree they at, that all. We at get, all. We
0: can all. I, I'm sure it's an amazing show. I'd love yeah. to see that. But we can all agree that they're better than most of the bands that you like, though, right? That's all. Musically, that's all I'm getting. Musically,
2: at. objectively, musically speaking. But that's to say that they couldn't be harmonic, or Nirvana couldn't have gone that route and done the we'll harmonic thing. We'll never know. I, that's why I can't say it's better because I can't say that they did not know how to play. Good.
1: Even even uh, sites is saying Foo Fighters are more rock and roll. They're two different bands. Yeah, of course they're two different bands. Foo Fighters are like a stone that's throw away an, from Christian alternative rock music. That's, that's
0: why that's why this is an unpopular opinion. It's just power it is, the whole yeah. time. Um, yeah, Nirvana wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, get the fuck out of here! It's if you, you think SH it wasn't, box. get the it's fuck. If you think that if there was no, oh, wait, Foo song. Fighters didn't have any riffs in their songs, it's just power chords the entire time. They're, they're, they're Anyways, you got another unpopular opinion stupid, here.
2: When you <laughs> think about like when, even the <laughs> initial Nirvana record, Bleach, that was like punk. Yeah. Yeah. And then it power got, chords slowly got mal- little mal- more no, melodic. and in Utero was more more melodic, and then we, we, the we, um, wouldn't, we wouldn't we wouldn't know we wouldn't know we wouldn't know where it would have like gone next if they kept Pat Smear like we talked about it couldn't gone the realm of melodies yeah. and more mel- and like i feel they, ah, that sucks it, we got robbed of a potentially lifelong evolving band. yeah we, for sure i
0: i like nirvana don't get me wrong but uh i just think the Foo fighters are a better fightus. band Foo fighters uh
3: all
1: right let's move on uh uh unpopular opinion uh, space travel is kind of pointless <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay oh, oh yeah like, i thought of that like
1: uh, there's so many technological advances that we get from space travel and everything like that where are we going
2: <laughs> <laughs> right oh and also we're so like the average human is so proximity based that we don't think about like what it is to develop life on a lifeless colony? Like, are you kidding me? Like, and we're I'm about to go maybe? McDonald's when we leave and right. get a cheeseburger. Like, uh, I do not <laughs> care about colony. Yeah, I it's, it's uh, a far-fetched. Like, it's gonna be the top of the top of the top of the anime players of this world that do this shit. Yeah, go that go and
1: go to the moon and they're, and they're really like, we're fucking... gonna live on the moon now. I'm like, why? I, I, <laughs> why are you gonna live on the I moon? I don't think now?
0: space you travel. Can. I can't hear you, Bill.
3: Oh. I tell you, tough guy. All right, it's coming through. Um,
0: bro. I don't know. I, I I don't know that I agree with the, the with the fact that space travel. What you're saying about space travel being pointless, I think that it's a good thing to do. Right. Uh, we, there's there's some evidence to suggest that, that maybe we come here, maybe like like uh we were spawned from something that they can't like 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 an asteroid or something when it hit us. Ancient aliens. Yeah. Ancient we, aliens they're, they're, but they're honestly,
2: th- though, like t- out of all the weird ideas of our our. Kind of like, if there was an unnatural, like, we're r- guided some way, that was the, the closest thing that would make sense to me. Yeah, but that's not
0: even unnatural. It's very natural. Like, it's just not of this so earth. Of this explanation. Yeah.
2: We understand.
1: Did you see the movie uh, Ad Astra with Brad Pitt? That came out. Nobody oh, is it good? It. No. It is pretty good. No, I want to watch it. It's really good, but the whole point of the movie is that uh, he goes... Tommy Lee Jones takes the space station all the way out to the end of the uh, Earth, uh, solar system so that he can get a better look mm-hmm. at everything. <laughs> and then with the, uh, the moon is Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then you can uh, 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 like they looked all over the universe to see if they could find life. And spoiler alert, sorry, they don't find anything. And then he's just like Real sad <laughs> I like
0: I kind I of like Movies like that yeah, yeah for sure It's very yeah. uneventful ending I love it Happy realistic.
2: Or bad Like necessarily Like bad at <laughs> Catastrophic Just like a just Mundane Nothing Yeah just make it real yeah, That's a that's, real. It's that's like, like reality
0: real. is It's usually pretty uneventful
2: It's slightly like Yeah this is depressing But I'm still alive kind Yeah of Yeah Um <laughs> <but> <laughs> no, I don't disagree Like I'm I, I see where he's coming from With the thing Like what are the average person we, doesn't really understand it, but we doing? I don't I don't maybe feel there's a, a noble goal behind it. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe we maybe we, we, could we will out, need that at some point. Maybe yeah. we
0: can figure out an, another source of fuel besides you know, uh, uh, oil. That's did you know, watch space force? Of culture. course, yes. Yeah, so that's that, exactly. Yeah, what yeah I love that
2: fuel uh, pumping in the moon. That's yeah. what I uh, thought we said that shit. And then the I'm trying to yeah socialize us.
1: Where America sent two guys up to the moon and then to the ISS and they're like it's the first time that we're doing this. I'm like, "Oh man, this is amazing." Almost like t- cr- teared up a little bit watching and then I'm just like, "What are we why are we t- doing this again?" Yeah, really.
2: On a level that's completely separate from actual space travel. I think that's the the basis of the world not coming to an end. As long as America and Russia keep a space station and keep that partial I think there's a lot of bullshit that is meant for the TV for us to think everybody's beefing all the time. Oh, totally. And there's a lot more bigger goals that people are doing together, and which is, and I learned this a long time ago. Like the the ticker on the CNN would be like, uh, Russia and America are have sanctions against each other because they don't agree on this, and like, and then five seconds later, Russia and America have agreed upon the way they're going to treat Iran together, and we're going to be. It's like certain things are complete. Like we hate each other on, and certain things we work together on, and the, the. Space station is one of the things where I feel is it's kind of a good thing because I think it's going to keep a partnership, yeah. of some sort going.
0: Yeah, well, kind of like, like like the like the space the, sp- the space exploration thing kind of puts us all on the same playing field because mm-hmm. it's uncharted territory for all of us. Right. So it's like it if does, we can it kind of unify, like, yeah,
1: it. like unifies the world and everything like that. Right. Yeah. That's yeah pretty so cool. so but it's a good
0: thing, and you're wrong about it being pointless. Anyways, what's the next unpopular opinion? It's kind of it's <laughs> kinda
1: pointless. Yeah, kind uh, of Yeah, you can do the last one, uh, that's last one was every, I actually don't even agree
0: with
2: that So I'm not going <laughs> to say it Go for it Every uh, movie remake sucks <laughs> Now <laughs> I haven't read it until just now Because I really didn't go through the whole list But now that I think about it I'm going to try to think of one that does it. A mo- a re- movie, Yeah, if you can
3: think of one movie Yeah,
2: can that you think awful. of one that doesn't suck? Because um, I'm, I'm not big on remakes don't, I have not really
3: That's not really an unpopular opinion, is it?
2: It's not Like
1: Why do they keep making them Well
2: like? a remake sucks Like a sequel can be okay Yeah Yeah sometimes. sequels are it's, it's gonna be good for you sure Star Wars guy? No oh, okay well, I'm not The I acting can be, sucks I can be honest I'm not um, But I don't My wife's really big into it And Star Megan Wars does Yeah she yeah. likes to watch it I'm a,
1: big, I'm a big fan of Star Wars in general But Uh, 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 uh that would I, set I, me off
2: if they remade Star Wars. That would be so I mad. can imagine. I for so for, a, I'm not a big sci-fi guy. If you can, neither uh, am yeah, I. I'm a very non-fiction documentarian. Same here. I and love that. I watch that. history on YouTube constantly. That's like oh, that's what true. I
1: do. The 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 Star Trek, but the Star Trek reboot. That's not a remake, but it kind of is. Right. I could think of like on the top of my head like five bad ones. The RoboCop one sucked. Yeah. I didn't even know they did a remake. Have you ever seen RoboCop before? Yeah, I
0: didn't know they did a remake the of it. It was a classic. It
2: was Colin
1: oh. Farrell. Uh, 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 oh, God. Uh, what, what's the one? Uh, w- Total Recall. They did a Total Recall me- remake. Well, without Arnold Schwarzenegger in it? Like, what are you thinking? I don't even
2: understand, like, why they do it. Like, I don't know either. I guess they think from the prior success, is automatic win. but. Uh, you th- and yeah. then
1: all, the, all
0: these uh, Disney live-action remakes, I just... S- they suck. I thought like I I was very upset with the Aladdin one because
2: yeah, that wasn't great. I saw that.
0: I was expecting them to do what they kind of did with Batman, like uh, which was going to be like a darker, more realistic version uh, of what it was. And I, <laughs> I went in, would have been
1: uh, uh, great, didn't...
0: great to do during this time. Well, I just, I, I, I thought <laughs> it would have, I, I thought it would been a cool thing to try and do. <laughs> and I was, and I went in there with that expectation, and it was just basically a word for word remake of the cartoon. And yeah. This is fucking stupid. Yeah, my what, my why why'd you was, do this? My
2: wife was dying to see it, so we went, and I, it's so. Unmemorable. Yeah, I exactly. don't, re- like, remember much of anything that no. was sticks out. The, the song world. that the Jasmine
0: sang at the end was really good, though. It's yeah. a new song that they <laughs> wrote for it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, yeah, it was kind of yeah. stupid.
2: Well, I'm trying to think of an unpopular opinion that I have. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm
1: so sorry. We should have told you that's a what lot. we have I mean...
0: We all thought we had a lot until we had to sit down and write these, and we're like, wait, yeah. what is this unpopular? You can put it on
2: the spike. Well, maybe we can stick in the realm of, of entertainment, like the fact that I'm not into, like... I'm not into fiction
0: yeah sci-fi sucks basically is what he's oh, trying to say like
2: I don't, I don't know how to explain like I'm like I can be hours into watching the most like I like documentaries too monotone voice explain me like proto-ancestry of this nation and I'd be like oh and then I like watch something like and I like What's I, I, my brain doesn't even compute I just stop h- listening to yeah it. So same was there here guys named v- Wer Herzog.
1: What's his name? Uh, Well, there's a Herzog. There's a Renamon Brown, the rocket scientist. No, 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 no. Uh, The documentarian, Herzog. I love him. He's my favorite. True. But I I, I watch documentaries, but I also like sci-fi. The sci-fi is my favorite. You don't have
0: to dislike the other one to like the other one. It's just a matter of some people don't find the fictional stuff as interesting. I'm one of those people.
2: You know when I like sci-fi? Mystery Theory mystery theater three thousand. Oh, uh, mystery Science That's theater like when it goes to that screen of comedy for me. Like, then I enjoy it. That 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 that's is funny because where I
1: actually like it kind of. But yeah, I like. Not a Star Wars guy. Not a Star Trek guy.
2: No, my like my my brother aliens, like my man. brother Leo. Yeah. Literally watches Star Trek all the time. I would old, too. And runs through the old seasons and stuff. And that's amazing. Like, I can't keep up with the story and. I don't know. I don't know what it is. like. Never really doesn't interest me. you.
0: I feel you. It's
1: each throw. I'm, right. a, I'm a daydreamer. Well. Daydreamer.
0: You're
1: a little bit more down to earth.
0: On that note. Yeah, I'm a brute. You're <laughs> on that note, thank you guys <laughs> so much for tuning in. And thanks for Vlad for being here with us today. Yeah, thanks thanks really, for, for having me, man. Make sure, make sure you check him out on all the social media outlets and us as well, Side Hustle. And uh, all of them are right there at the corner. Do oh, you, you
1: want to do any f- shout outs before you go?
0: Uh, I'm
2: sure. Uh... Let's just Not a shout-out, but I just want to tell everybody the bars are back open. We're all going to be playing around town again a lot more. And come on out and support us. And cheers to that. For sure. Yep. All right.
1: Thanks a lot,
3: guys, for tuning in again. We'll see you at the same time next week. Adios, muchachos.